the thing up on he Skype. did he was the first one he did it like five days ago uh that'll be an interesting guy to watch uh, jumping from double a where he ops 540 to the majors where he ops 530 in spring training well at least i mean that's a good sign at least right uh you you know he's not going to be actually good but i don't not know. like like roro hitting 108 or whatever yeah, I mean, I don't think that Nips is going to be great this year, especially with the bat, but I think there's a future where he's really good. I mean, this is a really good player. Um, uh, Areola, or not Areola, but uh, uh, Chicago was the eventual landing place of the rental reliever, uh, uh, the lefty, whose name all of a sudden escapes me, Davis or something, who the Phillies had last year. Um um, who the hell are you talking about? I don't know. He's now in Kansas City because Kansas City gave all the money to the relievers. Jack Martin? Um, yeah, Martin. And uh, I asked for nips in exchange for a rental of Martin and got yelled at. So I deserve to get yelled at, but I did it anyway. So. But uh, there is a guy that Chicago acquired this offseason for the back end of that bullpen. Did you mention him? Did I, did I tune out and miss that? I don't know. Ron Dorita is a Chicago oh, yeah. Cub. I am very, very curious to watch what he does because he's had a – it's a weird player and a weird time of his career. So I don't know. Are you guys optimistic about Dorita performing the way he has? I'm I'm more optimistic about this pen than I am Dorita. I think that Dorita makes the pen better because I just don't see a world in which Dorita is awful. Like even if he's not great, I don't think he's going to suck. Like He's it, lost the, four miles an hour. The next time Dorita sucks will be the first time in his career. He has always been good. Always. I've only seen, he's only lost two miles an hour. Two, two miles an hour. Yeah. So from, yeah, I mean, yes, he's thirty-five. Yes, he's lost a little stuff. He doesn't have to close. He doesn't have to strike out eight, ten, twelve a game. He just has to be his guy. He just has to be. A guy well, who gets out. He's already extended him, and the fact that Dorita would sign an extension for eight, two years, eight million dollars, I think says all you need to know is that the glory days are behind him. This is oh this well, is I not a ten million dollar reliever. This is a four oh, million dollar reliever. I know, I agree with that. This is totally not a ten million dollar reliever. It's a four million dollar reliever. But I think a lot of what happened to this bullpen is just bad luck. Kyle Retzlaff was awful last year. Just shit on ice. And it's not only because he started for 10 games. It's more than that. He was just awful last year. And this year, he's going back to the pen where he looks like he should be rock solid. So I think the Cubs, the, the Cubs might actually be better this year than last year because I think that bullpen's going to be better. I, I don't think that bullpen can get worse, especially with Steve Lockhart still there, because I'm a believer in Steve Lockhart. Yeah, no, I like Steve Lockhart, too. Um, still really young. Would like to see him fully develop. My scout thinks there's more in there. Um, so does OSA. Boy, OSA has wet dreams about Steve Lockhart. Dear Lord. But yeah, he was good last year. Could be good again. I don't see any reason why not. Actually, Martin pitched really well after he was acquired by Chicago last year. So I was, like I like Michael Craig too. I like Randy Settle. I like Rich Mendez. 
Um, and that again, that top of that rotation is still, like you mentioned, a solid one, two, three. Langton, or excuse me, Hyde, Music, Brooks, and then Langton at four. And it doesn't it, really matter once he hit five. I looks, mean, it could be looks Marshall like Mano. it's going to be Ryan Stork fifth, huh. which I don't like. Yeah, neither do I. But that's okay. I, I'd rather that be Byron Lang. I'd rather it be Marcelino. I mean, I'd, I'd rather it be an opener, just any reliever. I'd Ken rather Hansen be, even. I'd rather it be lots of guys before. I'd rather it be Ron Dorita before it be Ryan Stork. Dear Lord, I don't think I've ever seen a guy with ratings like this. This is like Andy Rogers, but with control. This, this is a, this is end of career Troy Pelton. It's like. 35, good, 60, 65, it is end of career. Troy Pelton. That's, that's the perfect good. comp, 38-year-old Pelton. <laughs> Ryan Stork, number five starter, Chicago Cubs. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I'd pick him in the bullpen where I think he might actually be useful. Just as a slot baller. You know, sometimes those guys are okay. You know, if yeah. the defense plays well. You can get away Jason did not like that comp. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. What are you talking about? He's like the oh Troy Pelton is the best low stuff starter in Sky history. Yeah, probably. Did I mean, Pelton was, ever pitch for the triple for the uh, Chihuahuas for El Paso? Did did Pelton? No career. No, are you kidding? He spent his whole career in Pittsburgh. Is that guy a Hall of Famer? Interesting. He Pelton is not a Hall of Famer. I've been yeah. so, like I like Troy Pelton as a pitcher, but he's not a Hall of Famer. I think we, I, we may be harder on pitchers than we are on hitters. I general. think that I think that Troy Pelton, I, I there is a future where I'm going to vote for Troy Pelton for the Hall of Fame because I think he deserves to get in. It's just my personal opinion. People are welcome to disagree, but it's gonna be a while. Like he's got to wait on his hands until we clear up some of the logjam. There are gonna be enough guys to vote for to fill up ballots for a long time, folks. A long time. Just maybe why we should say no to Troy Pelton. Maybe. I mean, if all it takes is one vote to stay on the list, he's going to be on the list for a long fucking time because Tarlow's going to vote for him every year. I mean, Omari Beacoats is still on the damn list, I think. Yeah, get that guy off there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about guys like that. I mean, there are lots. I vote for Fleming every year. Yeah, I don't know why you vote for Fleming. That dude's he's got no two, case. He's got two Hitter of the Year awards. That's... Name me the guys in the Hall of Fame. that. Name me the guys with two Hitter of the Year awards that aren't in the Hall of Fame. Jim Sedgwick, Chad Bezub. Pat Covelli. Pat Covelli. Chad Bezub. Well, I vote for Covelli, too. Chad Bezub's a good one. I'm going to have to look that one up. Covelli had a career, I, I though. I think Bezub had two. Four years. Beza might have oh, only had one, but I, th- I know he was the inaugural. Yeah, I'm not spelling Beezub right. Damn it. B-I-Z-U-B. Bizub. Bizhub. Nah, I only oh. had one. Yeah, it was a good year, though. 2000. My God. I remember. He was one of the best players in the sky when we first joined. But I'm pretty sure. Fantastic. I'm, I'm pretty sure Sedgwick was a two-time. He was. Yeah, Sledge, Sledgehammer was a two-time. Sedgwick was. He was back-to-back. He was 2001, 2002. I think Colorado vote. I think, I think that. Fleming might well, have been so Cedric has been on the ballot every year since 2015. He's still he's still lasting. It's funny. So, certain guys just still get votes like, you know, Joe Marble, my boy. Yeah, that dude gets a vote every year. I think it's from Andrew, but he's not votes from every year. It's not D. Rich. 
It's no, not. Do you God, no. vote for Marvel? Okay. Lamar Beacoat's got another vote this year. He's, Lamar Beacoat stays on. <laughs> uh, hey, Tarlo wants to know what team we're on. I forgot for a while. We were on the Cubs. Just bringing us back. Yeah, but I think we're done with the Cubs, right? I think we are, too. How, did, how did we get here? I don't know. I think we talked about... We talked about... Oh, no. Stork to Pelton. Oh, that's right. Stork to Pelton. That's right. To the Hall of Fame in general, right? Hey, people listen because of our tangents. It's not because of our vast swaths of knowledge about the their... The tangents are more fun than the actual preview. Yeah, good grief. Oh, we, I mean, honestly, we could do a pod just on tangents. Oh, yeah, people would listen. We should. We should. I think it'd be more fun. I think we should actually just blow off the, the rest <laughs> of the shitty Central and the Pacific. Let's just talk Hall, <laughs> Hall of Fame. Uh, yes. No, I think I will vote for Pelton. But I didn't have room for Riley on my ballot this year because there are too many other guys to vote for. I'm not opposed. That's to funny. I voted. I even voted for Riley this year. Oh, yeah. I, vo- I didn't have room for Riley. It's not like I'm opposed. Do you remember you guys? Ballot. Both of you guys were adamant for 10 straight oh, podcasts. I, I am going to. No, have, I am going to have to hold my nose and vote for Riley. It really makes me mad. Oh, I didn't like doing it. But at the end of the day, you, 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 you 778. I mean, that's yeah. a magical number. I, I, I don't know that – there's a good question. Is there anybody going to get close? No. Or is Nate Riley the cheat code and he's always the cheat code and Forever. it's never going to be touched? Never yeah. going to be touched ever again. I, think I mean, why why not Surrett? Surrett's already 26 and is hurt all the time. Yeah. How Nate many Riley was 80 power, hit both lefties and righties, and never was hurt till he was like 40. Yeah, the reverse- he's the perfect player. The reverse splits are really what made Riley the cheat code. Nobody the higher could. contact versus lefties than righties always fucked with me. Yeah, it made no sense. Somebody put up Milkman. How many career home runs does Milky have? 180. Damn. And how old is he? 26. All right. Uh, Nate Riley that, was miles past that. That's That's got a so chance. Let, let's see where Nate Riley was at the age of 26. So at the oh, age okay. of 26. 120, 150, 145, 200. After 26, he's 230. Yeah. But Nate Riley also hit 77 in his age 32 season. Exactly. And no one's going mean, to do he, that. He went, he went 66, 77, 55. That's right. untouchable. That, I mean, that, and then he went that, 40, and then 56, 55, 59. That's six 55 home run seasons in a seven-year span and seven in a nine-year span, including 2012 in Miami. To be fair to Jake and I, when Jake and I were on the Riley is not a Hall of Famer tra- train, he had 200 less home runs than he has now. Well, you idiots didn't see the future. You knew this guy was a cheat code. He was <laughs> Joe's favorite player. At one point in time. He is. It, it, it. Maybe that's why I'm against it. I don't want Joe's favorite player to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm against yeah. that at every level. I don't know. Where does yeah. he rank in terms of games, career games played? He is talking about third. Nate Riley. Nate Riley has, has played the third most games in Sky history. Uh, so irritating. Dave Burns is 12th on the list. That's mind-boggling for a squirrel guy. Dave Burns is not a zero. Dave Burns is twenty games away from a tie for ninth. If someone signs him, he could get he could get to eighth. Yeah, Dave Burns has sixty career war too. By the by, just not saying, just saying. I don't know that he's a Hall of Famer, maybe, but maybe the maybe the California. Oh no, Dave Burns doesn't want to sign with us anymore. 
God, to think we passed Manriquez and didn't talk Hall of Fame for him. I, like I think I mean, only four active, five, what's, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven active players are in the top hundred of games played. Kronk, Salgado, Foley, Noyola, Bonehead. Is Arturo, Arturo Ramirez Flores on there? And, and, and Dave Burns. It's amazing. Oh, Ramirez is an interesting player. Yeah, the shortstop. Baltimore. Ramirez played 2,000 games. Yeah, he was a sneaky games played for a squirrel guy like Burns. Yeah. Yeah, I think Manriquez is probably up on a Hall of Fame trajectory. I was digging through my old photos, and I remember a picture I took of his potentials and Salgado's potentials compared when they were like 21 years old, and we had a big sky debate about it. Yeah, they both now really good players. They both panned out. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I th- well, Manriquez being able to play the field, actually, at some points, elitely, really helped him out. So, yeah. So uh, I'm going to ask one more thing before we move on, because I'll, I want to stay on this tangent for a second. Okay. So of, of all players in the Hall of Fame, Josh Franklin has the highest OPS of 933.7. That's... 13 points higher than Flores at 932.4. So .0013 higher than Silky. Oh, Silky. Okay. There are six guys ahead of Franklin all time. Trujillo, Haggerty, Sanchez, Herman, Bonehead, and then a retired guy that's eligible for the Hall of Fame is Ryan Pruitt, a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I looked at this because I was His looking at that. highest OPS list. in Sky history. He had such a short career. So short. 1,300 games. Get out of here. He played 11-plus seasons, 40 war. Again, I'm just saying 937 OPS. Yeah. that may, he, He's got juicy, like, triple slash. You imagine a guy who has a 301, 377, 560 triple slash not being in the Hall of Fame. Short career. And remember, like, some of those guys, like Josh Franklin even, super played his whole career in a hitter's park. Uh, I think most of those guys he listed played in hitter's parks. Yeah, but that's not true of Pruitt. After he left Milwaukee, there aren't a lot of hitter's parks on that He played in Miami because, remember, he played center field one year for them. (laughs) Yeah, but he also played in Cincinnati. That probably cost him 10 war. So he did play in Cincinnati, though. Ryan Pruitt was a El Paso Chihuahua for two and a half, for a year and a half. Jeez. Oh my God, that's dirty. <laughs> that's so awful. He uh, okay. Who finished third in the Central, Jake? Oh yeah, we're still talking about that, aren't Last we? Well, year. speaking of Ryan Pruitt, speaking of Nate Riley, the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh yeah, that's right. Thank God. Oh. That 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 was a fun tangent. I liked it. So um, they have one of my favorite players in Sky. That player is Brad Adams. So Brad Adams, um, I did not look very good as a draft pick that year. He was kind of just a weird player. OSA loved him. They loved him in o- OTP 21. He was 80 in OTP 21. Was right was mocked in the top five, but he was like 55 overall or something. Or 50. He was really shitty in out of the park 20. And he and so, was someone that got a massive jump when we came to 21. Exactly. So I remember thinking, fuck yeah, this guy looks awesome. No one's looking at the mock drafts. I'm going to pick this guy 29th in this draft or whatever. 
And then Andrew picked him fifth overall, and I was pissed off, and the pick looked stupid. I mean, he but was an 80 potential guy when he came out. Only in this game. Remember, he was picked. No, in, I'm looking back at OSA in 2017. He was an 80 potential guy. Yeah, I think that's out of the park 20s game or 21. No, because you can tell where the bump where you can tell where the bump happened. It keeps the scouting history. I don't think you're right. I'm I'm telling you, I'm right. I don't think you're right because to me it looks like in 17 he was 80 potential by OSA. Yes, when he was a draft pick in 2017. Yeah, I don't think that's right. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm telling you it is. I don't think you're right. So remember, we, we're playing two games here. I'm, I'm aware. And you can tell where we switched over because of when that I took a jump. I, I think that's a different bump. I think that's just a different bump. I don't think it is. I swear to you, he was not an 80 potential guy in the old game. Because it was a wonky pick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up OTP 20. I, I know I have it on my laptop. All right, go for it. I don't think I have mine. Or maybe I do. I have it on Steam. But anyway, Brad Adams was uh, one of those guys who out of the park 21 loved, 20 didn't like. And now look at him. He looks really, really special. Yeah, you guys worried about uh, anything with Adams? There's nothing to worry about, I guess, right? Just looks like a stud. Yes, he was an 80 potential guy in OTP 20. Yeah, OSA still really likes him. 70. That's more than my scout likes him. I swear I don't believe you. I know I know you're you're looking, but I swear I don't believe you. What do you mean? Were you just taking a shit or something? You missed this whole no. conversation. No, I don't miss this. I'm, I, what are you <laughs> talking about? I had to take a piss, but I did. That's miss okay. Something. That's what I'm fucking saying. You were up and you missed us. Talk. Uh, Brad Adams was taken in the first year that out of the park 21 was a game we were still on 20 but we had some of us had imported the file to 21 oh okay and i think or at least my theory which is proven to be wrong it looks like uh he was loved in 21 and not loved in 20 hmm. okay yeah i mean i like the player well now why aren't the brewers better than they are why are the brewers never this why aren't the brewers Brad adams 80 potential in o, in in ocp 20 i don't believe you, you i'm i miss these bars i like these bars so much better in 20 than in 21 the colors yeah not not the colors just the way they look i thought just the colors changed no i'm gonna i'm gonna send you guys i like the bars better in i i'm used to it now I don't even think I have 20 on my computer anymore. I think I got rid of it. Mine was corrupted file, unfortunately. That I just sent you guys what the bars look like, and the bars look so much prettier. You could tell where the difference was. You could tell, like... Ugh, it's weird. Yeah, I don't like it. I know. It's weird, but I liked it. I liked it. I don't like yeah. change. So I think I hated these when we switched, but now I hate those. <laughs> I, too, as Jake has said many times, I'm allergic to change. Change so. is bad. Change um, is- so from what I can tell him – oh, no, he hasn't he hasn't exported yet. Okay, uh, I believe – oh, when did this happen? RJ Brakebill is now in Milwaukee. Yeah, he got claimed off of waivers. RJ Brakebill, one of the best catchers in the league. 
Definitely but, one of the best postseason catchers of all time. But, I think we could all agree with that. What What are you talking about? This guy's awful. Oh, yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he's a good uh, catcher ability. That I like. But I do, I, All I said like, is he's one of the best postseason catchers of all time, which is true. So okay. someone I think worth watching <laughs> this year is Andres Cardiel because he got a he had a news line. He had a good workout regimen in the offseason. He got a little contact bump, got a defensive bump. I think he's worth watching this year. He's sort of a nice player where I think he's going to outperform the overall. So Had a kick-ass spring training. Jesus Christ, look at that. And then again, can't can't forget about Austin Haggerty. Oh yeah, no, I that, I w- I asked the question. Only Tarlo answered me. Why is why are the Brewers not better? Every year, this team's awesome. Why are they not better? You know, it's because you have to actually build a team, and having five, six, seven, even like ten great players, it's just not enough. If you have no depth and no bullpen and no way to actually win. I guess you're right about the bullpen, but I sort of like some of these guys. I I agree with you though. But the talent is. Through the roof here, especially with the emergence of Adams. Uh, Adams is going to be really, really good. Yeah, I don't see any way that this team's not good. Ah. Oh, I can, I can see it if 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 Earl Witter regresses to 2020, if he gets hurt or something. I mean, if if Earl Witter goes down, if if Ryan Wood regresses to 2020, if Javier Martinez regresses to 2021. I mean, Martinez came out of nowhere last year. Yeah, he's the only player that I think you could rightfully say could just suck on ice and you wouldn't be surprised. So, I mean, that's how they suck. If if Witter gets hurt, which is a possibility. Yep. If Witter regresses to 2020 form, which is a possibility, and Javier yep. Martinez regresses, which is a possibility. Because they were an 83-win team last year, and that's with Javier Martinez going off for five war. God, Martinez. That was just a cool story, I think. I think that's one of the better stories of 2022. Yeah, he's yeah. only 26, though. I mean, I know, could... but his he's had such a shit career for being such a highly touted prospect. Even sucked in Milwaukee last year. It's crazy. Yeah. Is Aiden Cervantes going to be any good? Adon? We've always loved I t- I talk up Aiden Cervantes every year, and he just decides to shit on me every year. Suck and, donkey dick every and, year. And I'm going to wait for him to hit free agency, and he's not going to get there. And I'll try to trade for him. Oh, he threw a complete game. That's hard to believe. One complete game his whole career? March 10th. Oh, do, he do did in spring remember, training. Was it last year? Oh, he threw like 140 pitches in spring training. Jesus, oh, yeah. Cervantes threw nine innings in spring training. What the fuck? Do you not remember this last year? We talked about this last year. I don't yeah, remember. he threw 150 pitches or something. Yeah, I don't. The Brewers play in a different world. Andrew Dustin Keaton threw 143 pitches on on March 19th. Doesn't Andrew yep. drink like white wine and shit? Like you got you can't trust guys like that. So that's fucked up. <laughs> hey, I Jacob a white Smith wine made 22 appearances. David Hernandez made 23 appearances. Greg Wagner made 26 appearances. Again, this is just in spring training. Did they really go through spring training just with 30 guys on their roster? 
Phil Axelson, <laughs> Phil Axelson had a complete game, I, 130 no, pitches. He also I, had another game where he went four and a third and had a game score of negative one, giving up 10 earned on 10 hits. I Did not afford a strikeout. Players. It makes you feel better. But you see what? 33 players. Well, that's so. what I see, too. That's not a, that's not Only enough. Only 11 pitchers. <laughs> that's not a lot. I agree. For playing I every agree. day for two months. Oh, I my agree. goodness. That's nuts. That's nuts. So every Milwaukee Brewer has played an extra two months of baseball for no <laughs> fucking reason. God, that would be the – can you imagine wanting, like being a player and being drafted to Milwaukee? Like, well, that would suck. Life. You oh have my to God. hire a personal trainer right away. Dear Lord. Get, get me to Boston or Montreal where they pay you to just do nothing. That would be awesome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my. I have a question. Does Austin Haggerty DH now? Is that the plan, we think? Yeah. Now that, now, that, now that they have Adams? I guess that makes sense. Are there any other surefire DHs on this team? Probably not. Maybe they'll be all right. Yeah, and Haggerty, is, it's been overdue, I think. He's struggled at first base. Adams looks like he can hang there really well. Uh, it just seems seems like a no-brainer. Yep. No, you're, you're right. This outfield could be... I guess a little better. Don't love all these guys. I'm worried about Nick Lone playing third. I'm worried about Nick, the D- Nick, think, Nick Lone is not good. I think this is just the pro- the normal Milwaukee team. Is it is. It absolutely is. Ton of talent. Uh, everything else sucks. I Everyone's think that Nick the Lone position. could play third. I don't think he's. I don't think he's ready for the pros. I don't think Nick Lone is ready for this guy. I think he needs AAA. Man, it's hard to imagine him getting much better than he is. Kind of looks like OS- he is what he is. OSA had him as, a, as 40 overall. My scout has him at 40 overall. God, my scout hates Nick Lone. <laughs> I have him 45-50. I have him at 40-45. Dear Lord. So this – Nick Lone's the perfect example of why I say OSA loves third baseman. This dude was, I think, as high as like the top 12, 12 prospect, something like that. He ranked pretty highly on my third base list. Yeah, I know he was top ten on your list, but he was yeah. the t- the 12th best prospect in baseball at one point. And no, guys who can't make contact and walk a lot and can't play defense but are third baseman, Mike Gebhardt's of the world. OSA loves putting in their top ten. The Mike Gebhardt. I remember Mike Gebhardt. Yeah. Who are the fourth and fifth starters on this team? I fucking hope it's not Craig Pearson again. It is. That's a good start. I remember Chris Marks was an all-star for these Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Andrew's teams are always kind of like Texas Matt. You know, you, it's hard to evaluate because you just don't know what's going on. But they're just <laughs> well, for different reasons. I just it, don't understand what's going totally on different here. Reason. Absolutely. At least here we don't have 70 guys to look at. Yeah, Ooh, put Lord. Jacob Smith back in the rotation. He, I always thought he deserved another chance. I like him better than... Fucking Chris Marks or Craig Pearson. Dear Lord. All right. Anyway, I think we're done with Milwaukee because we are taking about an hour and a half on these last two teams. Said Talk nothing. about Said nothing. We are through three teams in the Central. It's taken us 45 minutes. All right. That, nothing. Nothing. Well, these next teams might go quick. You never I think know. we shouldn't talk about them. I think we should skip. No, that brings have... us to Colorado. Do you really want to skip Colorado? No, we nah, have... I like Colorado. I like Colorado. Because uh, they made moves on moves on moves. Ramon Sanchez out of the Pacific into the Central. He will be manning left field, it looks like, for those Colorado Rockies. Eric Tejada has come in completely 
Uh, looks like he will be playing second base, which I don't really like because I don't think he's a second baseman. Oh, I bar, bar. I borderline hate it. I, more I than don't like it. I so. more than borderline hate it. That's fucking horrible. Um, it also looks like he's only platooning, so it looks like he's only playing. I mean, well, but he's oh, he's gonna he's gonna mash righties. Yeah, I think that him platooning is a good idea. Him playing second base is an awful idea. I mean, he's the number thirteen player in Sky. I offered Josh Rodriguez for him, and he said no. So I guess he likes. I mean, I would too. Platoon second baseman. I don't know. I. Tejada listed at third base is the sixth plus player is the sixth best player in Sky. Yeah, no, no, he's not. But that's okay. I mean, I think he's going to be. Are you really sure? Good. Yeah. I think he's going to be good, but he's not going to be that good. Him playing second instead of third takes so much value away from him. Oh, it looks so like he'll actually be playing first, which may make it worse because that means Encarnacion's at second. Did Kiefer do a post? Nah, uh, he's playing first. I did that for Trent. That's better. I like that better than second, but... I mean... I... Uh, I sort of like this guy. Encarnacion is going to be awful at second. Uh, Encarnacion was minus tw- minus thirteen at second base last year. Uh, I. Uh, it's a nightmare. It's been a nightmare on defense here for ever. Now, does it not matter? That's a legitimate question. Like, is this team going to hit so much that it doesn't matter? Because you know what? They could. Like, really, they could. This team has all the hitters. Like, really, ever hit, every hitter you have ever heard of. This team has Bruce Contras. This team has Ramon fucking Sanchez. Team has Rich Francis, who came back to life last year with five war. Yeah, he was incredible last year. Um... But then, then you then you look at the other side of the baseball, and there there are some good guys. Uh, I mean, the bullpen is 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 great between Kraus, Godinez, Rich Todd, and and Bruno Carragero. Uh, Carragero went to Coastal Carolina. Go Shants. Let's go Shants clears. Uh, then you nope. look at the rotation. Joe Shipley's an interesting piece. Matthew Rule's an interesting piece. Mike Baird is a great piece, but. Righty side armor doesn't have awful splits. Uh, you guys haven't even named the pitcher that I like the best on this team. Jeremy Ogles. Jeremy Ogles. Would you like to uh, talk about Jeremy Ogles? Oh, I love Jeremy Ogles. Uh, maybe it's just my scout. My scout likes him almost as much as OSA. And OSA really likes him. Um, don't know what else to say. think he's going to be awesome. Holy shit, we hadn't even looked at what OSA had to say. Jerry does not like him that much. But yeah, we, no, we, I have, think... we have him 45-65. Yeah, no, I have him 55-80. Love Jeremy Ogle. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, I, D. Rich often says that he liked it Initially, when Colorado had all these great pitchers, and then he was like, screw that, I was wrong. Colorado should only have shitty pitchers and not worry about it and just mash. And that is more or less what they did. Like, um, Mike, Mike Baird's good. I like some of these pitchers. I don't think Jaden Frazier's such a bad pitcher. 
he's been think, bad in Colorado, but I think the important thing in Colorado is that defense is king in a ballpark like that. I think you could uh instead of having great five great pitchers, you really need nine great defenders. And Colorado's had the worst defense in baseball for the last I don't know how long, five, ten years. I mean they've they've been dreadful on defense for a long time. It ain't getting better if Alexander Wolf plays defense. Yeah, man. so I kind of I think I was right in some ways, but wrong on others. I really think it's the defense. I think the ball just flies so fast and far there. You need great outfielders, you need great infielders. Is Charlie Gross going to play center field? Because that could be ugly, too. Damn. This is a team that I really like the talent. I just don't know that it's... Ben Strand in center. Maybe. I guess. Yeah, I... Maybe it's just a big Delta team. If everything comes together, this team could be really good. And how good is Ramon Sanchez going to be in Colorado? My guess is very. Yeah, I would think so. He's, boy, he's suffered a lot defensively, too, down to 50 range. You know what I want to see? Um, what do you want to see, Deerich? It's not going to happen, but I, for a long time, have wanted to see Ramon Sanchez play third base. And I know it doesn't make any sense on Colorado, so it's not going to happen. But Yeah, they're not even letting Tejada play third base. Yeah, just saying. I think with his defensive woes in the outfield, that's the answer. I think he could have been playing third base for years now in Los Angeles. Yeah, but uh, what? how many runs could Colorado score that would surprise you? 1,200? Like, it might get that high before I would be oh, surprised. Oh, 1,200? I mean, no, I don't think any team in baseball has scored more than 1,000 over these last two years. I don't Tell think anyone. 2021, uh, 858 led the league. 2022, 834 led the league. Colorado scored 778 last year. I don't yeah, think they're going to score five. Sorry, 882 okay. led the league last year. Toronto's I'm, led the league in runs scored each last two years. No no team in OTP 21 has scored more than 900 runs. Yeah, I'm just kidding about the 1,200. That was intentional hyperbole, but. <laughs> maybe, if, I think maybe they could get to 1,000 if everything broke perfectly. The middle of the order is just so terrifying. But I think yeah. the defense is going to be the downfall. Kiefer corrected me. They weren't the worst team. They were 12th in the West last year, which is around. I think we, I think we finished below them. Yeah, that's. I think that's the problem. I think that's the key to preventing runs scored, and that's going to be the problem there. Maybe. Maybe. A I lot like of people Colorado. are very bullish on them. Sorry, you too. You. Everyone likes them. Amin thinks they're a top three team in the league. That's. Ooh. The Central's not chicken shit either, because Chicago's good. Both Chicago's are good. We haven't talked about a team that I like a lot. Yeah. All the all the teams in the Central have a ton of talent, but I feel like they're just missing something. You know, Colorado's missing defense. Milwaukee's missing depth. Texas missing a second baseman. Shortstop, maybe. Right. Yeah. Chicago doesn't have a first baseman. Rich Todd is a Rocky. I might might have missed that happening last year. 
he was actually pretty decent. This bullpen might be good. Rich Todd, Bruno. Yeah, Bruno was remarkable last year. I thought he Jesse, won the award, but I guess he didn't. Jesse Krause, like him. All these, all these guys are pretty good. Yeah, I think Colorado is sort of scary in the Central. I think that team's scary. I can't imagine a team that would be less fun to play than Colorado regularly. Having to go to Coors nine times a year, dear Lord. The only fun thing is you're like, okay, I got to pad my offensive stats for a second here. That's cool. I guess. Maybe. But you're right. Even on my scale, schedule, when I see I'm in Colorado this year, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. I remember a few years ago saying that Colorado needed to put defense out there, and then they couldn't hit, so that it didn't really matter. Um, They never, ever put defense out there. That's the, that's the issue. They had a shitty offense for a couple of years, but it never played defense either. That was the years they had great pitching. Uh, they had a whole bunch of guys who could hit singles, but no one who could hit home runs. This guy, Greg, era. this guy, Greg Terrace, should play defense for Colorado. He looks good. Can't hit, but he looks good. Israel Sandoval should play second base for them. That'd be better than what they're doing here. Okay, well, then who do you bench between Tejada oh, and Conacion no, and in Their infield is going to be amazing. I even like Joey Pike. I think that's a pretty good pitter, and he's not going to sniff at-bats in Colorado. There won't be at-bats to come by. Uh, he'll be in AAA. Yeah. Make a trade. So, yeah, I like I like all these guys. Yeah, this team, Oscar Grajeda is still on this team. He's a good player. When he's healthy, he's very, very special. Just, is he going to play shortstop? I guess so. Wow, he was healthy last year and just wasn't. I don't know. Why wasn't he worth more war? Why was oh. he? Oh, because he only hit singles. Yeah, Actually, well, 316 in Coors is horrible. That's what he always does. Doesn't he always just hit singles? He had 42 doubles last year. We're wrong. Yeah. But, man, 730 OPS with 40 doubles. Odd. He's actually a good little defender at shortstop, too. He's by far their best defender, Grajeda. Yeah, if you can get a full season out of him, that helps a lot. But when he goes out, the defense takes a bigger hit, the offense takes a bigger hit, and they're in trouble. Dear Lord, he's this. That's very scrolly. Scrolliest of scroll guys. Is this team going to struggle against lefties? Just something I've thought of. Encarnacion is a righty, but Tejada's a lefty. I guess they might be okay. Franchise is right-handed. Contras is right-handed. Yeah, I don't think offense matters too much. They're definitely better against righties than they are lefties, but they're just going to score. They're going to score a shitload of runs. Can you stop the other team? I don't know. All right, enough about the Rockies? Yeah, we can be done. I really like this team. So. That moves us to Houston. Who didn't make the playoffs last year for like the first time and for fucking ever. No, they made a nice pickup, a very Houston-like pickup that I really liked. Former Philadelphia Philly and Atlanta Brave, Keith, Keith Heimer. We're ready for him to just tear it up. In 15 uh, plate appearances in spring training, OPS 1267. Yeah, no, 500. If he stays healthy, he'll be good. He stayed healthy largely in Philly. I they still have the greatest hitting catcher, well, at least speedy catcher, Chris Corey. 
who's now 34 out of fucking nowhere. And still putting up four war. God damn. Damn. Yeah, I don't even know what to think. I I don't like the Astros at all. They sucked last year. Don't think they're going to be much better. And the farm is a nightmare here. Just a nightmare. Uh, the rotation looks like a nightmare, too. They brought in Kyle Peterson. They brought in Rogelio Soto. Uh, those guys aren't very good. But Soto's going to be interesting to watch. He might be fantastic. They still so, have Camarena. He'll be good. So. so Chris Corey has 100 career triples. He's at 101. The the all-time leader is currently Luis Noel at 145. Corey's one of 20 players all-time with 100 triples. Do, how many career triples do you think he ends with? Does he get into, into 120? Does he get to 115? I don't think he gets close to 140. He's 34 years old. So that yeah. He's had at least six triples. Uh, in every year since his rookie year. I think it'd be crazy to ask for more than 10 triples left in him. And that's not going to get you. What's, is it 140 is the, the record now? Yeah. 145 yeah. is the record by Luis Noyola, who's still active. So he's got a shot at 150. Jeez. Yeah, I remember no, it was not, 120 forever. Not going to happen. Cuevas used to lead, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and I got to admit, I don't know how much I care. I like I don't care either. Yep. Maybe this seems rude, but I do not care who leads the sky in career triples. Yeah, it's like, so just stupid. Don't, just don't care. Uh maybe maybe that's rude, but I don't really care who leads in career doubles either. I mean, I don't know the answer to that. Doubles a little cooler. I guess. Maybe. They're both shitty I, though, I'm with you. I agree with Keith I agree with Keith Heimer being a sly signing. That's a good signing. Eight million dollars. He's probably gonna. It, it. I'm convinced Keith Heimer could like fall out of bed drunk at four in the morning and hit a single. Like he's just a good hitter. I love I'm, Keith Heimer. My favorite player on this team is Hector Becerra. Besides, of course, Angel Trujillo. Former Angels spec. Former pro, former California Angels prospect. <laughs> oh no wonder you like him. Why do you trade anybody? You just are obsessed with anyone you ever trade. Oh yeah. Well, no, I like it because where can he not field? Besides catcher. Yeah, he needs to hit better than he's hit so far in the sky. Why doesn't he hit better? The he thing is, he can play every position, but he's not really good at any position. Yeah, that, Jack of all trades, master of none, baby. But that's, like, the answer, that's the answer to the question. He's hurt all the time. He was hurt all the time last year. He got hurt like eight times in a year. That's tough to do. But it was the Angel Trujillo hurt where he still played 115 games. I guess. That's true. That's something. By the way, Angel Trujillo, still a capable center fielder. Amazing. I still have him at, I have him at 70 range. I have him at 65, but it's okay. I mean, the question with Trujillo is, does he get to 100 career war? Not a chance. 20? You ask for 20 from a guy who's gotten three the last two years? That's what I'm asking. I'm going to say no. I don't think so. I think he's going to go down as the human era goat. Here's he get question. to 90. Uh, that's not even the good question. Yes, I think he gets to 90. I do not. I do not. But here's the question, because all the other questions are stupid about Trujillo. I don't think he gets to 85. Oh, yeah, no. He, now you're just talking nonsense. That's not the good question. The good question is what happens after 2024? Is this, 
Is he a career Astro? If he's he not, be. if he's not, I'll be fucking pissed. Or does he play some years with the El Paso Chihuahuas? Oh my god, Ben, like a vulture thinking about. I mean, the other thing to look at is that Trujillo's a captain. He's got that leader. He's got that leader trait. He's got that intelligence trait. He's got that work ethic trait. He said in in twenty whatever twenty twenty seven year before he's inducted in the Hall of Fame, he's going to be the manager of the Astros. That could happen. Maybe. I like the angel, it. the angel killer. I like it. I like the idea of him being the manager of the Astros someday. That makes me happy. But, but I think the best question is, what is that signing in two years for Trujillo to stay an Astro for his whole career? And oh, how yeah, much money? Mil. And oh, how yeah, much money cost the Astros? No, it's going to cost him very little because he's going to be shit by then. He's down it's, to 50 contact. It makes it's going to be like bad. Ron Dorita, you know? Ron Dorita was, kept it real. He kept it 100. He asked for $4 million. Trio's going to do the same. He's going to ask for eight or something like that. Maybe. I don't think this what's, dude has much left in the tank. What, what's the range on Julio Cordero? I think that think that's an even 80. I think that's a little more. You know, I don't know because it, it I thought about it a lot. I don't know what the fuck 40 arm means, you know? I don't think it matters one bit because he was plus 14 zone rating last year at shortstop. Well, that yeah, might I, mean that it's 100, you know. I think that infield arm matters more than that, but I don't know how much it matters when you have 80, 75, 80 as your other infield ranks, right? Like when you're that good at the other positions, that uh, the other ratings, that covers a lot of error. I mean, how do you get to a, like a ball hit to your right, a deep, hard ground ball to your how right? How do you get to it? I mean, like, you get you, are you just getting it to it that fucking fast? Is that the deal? Maybe. Yeah. I don't How know. Are you throwing anybody out? I've thought about this a lot because Roro has 50 arm. And There's a I lot think, of shortstops coming up. And I California think so Perez has a small arm. Yep. Yeah, but he's also got 80 range. Fuentes. Fuentes. Yep. So that covers a lot of woes. Like, so, yeah. I, I don't know. So, Eric, so we'll, we'll talk about Fuentes when we get to the Angels, but you mentioned him. Uh, he's not going to be in the majors, but he, he's he got that Edwin Bustamante where I signed him that he was going to be this great hitter and he's going to end up being this great fielder. Yeah, I'm actually concerned he's not going to hit all that well, but that's neither here nor there. I don't think the defense is a question. I mean, the guy has uh, – doesn't he have 40 arm? All right, we're going back to the Astros. Is it 45? Shut up about the Astros. Sorry, I'll shut up about the Angels. Can we talk about Miles Hill and just what a asshole that this guy disruptive is? fuck? Gosh, I love looking at his career stats. Just how good he's been in Houston, in particular. It's been remarkable. And he was good the, he was good with the Mets. Then again, everyone's good with the Mets. Watch him have like ten WAR this year with the Astros. He'll be awesome or something. Yeah, fucking hate Miles Hill. He's one of these guys I hate. I hate guys like this. Yeah, this is probably my most hated guy in existence. Can't play defense. It's like Jason Clark. God, I hate him, too. <laughs> Miles Hill, right. former rookie of the year. All right, so the Astros. Who is pitching on this team? Please tell me. John Camarena. It's not the John Camarena of old, which is sad. Yeah, he's a kind of a bum now, unfortunately. It looks it's like. Not a, not a, he's not, not a, a bum. bum. He's listed looks, at reliever, I believe. Yeah, that control like did take a, going, that control did take a hit, which is so sad because he was a 55 control guy and that he was a 60 control guy actually. He got hurt. That's what did it. He yeah, that's that exactly what happened. Long. He got hurt and that controls down to 35. Same thing happened to Skinner. It's unfair, but it happens. Yep. Uh, Clint Borman. 
God, yeah, that guy's he, still around. He's been on the Astros forever. Rogelio Soto? My God, he looks awful. Didn't I remember Clint Borman used to be better, too? Dear Lord, he looks bad. Clint Borman was very, very good at one point in time. Kyle very. Peterson? Yikes. At the former Brave and Cincinnati uh, Red. James Ruth? I think Kyle Peterson might be the number two pitcher on this team. I think he's yeah. the best. He is the no, second it's starter. It's than Borman. I think it's Camarena than Peterson. I think I like Peterson more than Borman. I think I like Soto boat more than both those guys. And I hate all three. <laughs> I hate the Astros. I mean, I really hate the Astros. <laughs> I mean, Dave Church sucks now. Mike Clark sucks now. They're just not that good anymore, and there's absolutely uh, no Mike far. Hughes. Mike Hughes is a starter. He's also buried down there as a reliever. Well, that's yeah. a good question. That's a good question. When Mike, is Hughes is Mike Hughes is the number two. Yeah. Who are we missing? You're saying I miss someone? Mike Hughes? Mike Hughes. The 37-year-old Mike Hughes. Dude, this team is fucking garbage. Absolute trash garbage. Oh my God, there are so many guys on the injured list. Who the fuck are these guys? I don't have any idea. How, what does Sterling do with this team? I don't even understand what's going on. I feel like I we're still, falling back to the Sterling of old, the 2007 I, Sterling that won 40 games. I still can't. Well, that's the question that I was going to ask. Is there a long, nasty rebuild on the horizon for the Houston Astros? What do the, what do the prospects look like? There's this guy Ochoa who looks okay. He needs a pitch, but no, there's it's it's slim pickings. I don't think there's anybody worth talking about. It's a yeah, bunch it's, of old pitchers that don't have a third pitch. It's that's not not usually a good thing. It's not pretty. Ryan Neely has three pitches, but he's doesn't look all that special. I mean, he'll be all right, but doesn't look all that special. All right, I vote move on. Yeah, the Astros do not look good. I think all of the teams we've done thus far look better than the Astros. By a long ways, I think. All right, and that brings us to St. Louis. Now that, they might what not is, be better than the Astros. What is Bathara Jajadingrat? Uh, I think he's a, a good defending, light-hitting outfielder. I think he's a good yeah. player. I, th- yeah. I just don't think he's played enough. I think he's very good. I mean, he was not injury-prone in California, I don't think. I'm not convinced he's injury-prone now. He got hurt for six months. That really sucked. But last year wasn't terrible. Last right? year he missed nine weeks. Had a fractured thumb and a fractured foot. Yeah, one of those was day-to-day. It's not no, all. both of those were. He had a fractured thumb out six weeks. That was late May. And then a fractured foot three weeks end of, or beginning of September. Yeah, makes a tag two day to day weeks on top of that. Makes makes the uh, makes the trade for Mondragon seem more fair because Jadengrad sucked. Yeah, but you're acting like Mondragon is someone you want on your team. But I don't. Oh, I I yeah. am a famous famous Mondragon hater. But Jadengrad, yeah, he hasn't been very good until he is. That's a win for California. Disappoints me to say it because nothing would make me happier than to point to Mondragon sucking and Jadengrad being fantastic, but it hasn't happened. This year. This is the year I think he breaks out. I think this team has some talent. Uh, Susanna uh, broke out last year. That's something we can talk about. 
Yeah. Maybe breakout is not the right word because he's been good for a couple of years. But I'm alarmed at how good he is, given his profile. Like, shouldn't we hate him? Isn't this a palindrome guy who's not very good? How's yep. he hitting 266? I don't know. I don't understand anything about this. And he didn't I mean, even I, have a good Babbitt. That's the weird thing. Yeah, this is a guy who's been – he's now two years in a row consistent. I'm not sure how many third basemen are better than Susana. You want you want Franchise more than you want Susana? I want no. Tejada. I'm not sure you do. I want Korea. I absolutely want Tejada more than Susana. That's not even a question. Oh, I want Tejada more than – well – Yes, you, you do. It's Francis even, we're talking about, I thought. Francis is who I was talking about. That's who I was asking. I'm asking how many third basemen are better than Jesus Susana. In the league. I'd probably, take, I'd probably take Carrillo. Are we talking just this year? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe just this year. Currently. I'd take Carrillo, I'd take Flores, I'd take Ray Rath. I think I'd even take Paul McAllister. I might take Rick Swanson, the San Francisco dude. All right. I think I'd take Alamo. Oh, boy, that's tough. You're right. There probably are a lot. No, he's, he's one of the top ten best third basemen. They're just... I think it's just a deep position. No, it's not. There's only 10 guys. Everyone else sucks giant wieners. It just falls off a cliff. Philip Woods is good. No, he's not. He was good oh. once for you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. We're going to talk about the Angels when we're eight hours into the podcast. It's going to be awful. All right. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think this team has talent. I think this team's got a closet good farm system. I think this farm system's sort of good. It would look a lot better with Murdoch. I don't think it's closet. I think it's just one of the better systems in the league. Um, and in retrospect, they still, they still have a piece of that Mondragon deal down there in Bobby Muniton. Yeah, he's okay. But I think the guys that he got for Ramon Sanchez, actually, they're still, like, on the cusp. They still need it a little bit. Even Muniton needs that. So many guys need five points in their third pitch. I don't. Are you, are you a believer in Dantini? Um, like number two prospect, good. No, 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 not not in that sense. I I will so, no, only, I'm not a believer. I will only say that without getting too much into the foreshadowing, is that if you're a believer in that changeup, Datini would rank very high on the yet to be released list of starting pitching prospects. You know who he look? He looks like a young Doug Wilder. He looks exactly like Doug Wilder, actually. I think his bars are a little better, but they're, the change the up control, was, The control's a little higher, but the movement is that, and the stuff was that. I think yeah, the Wilder's changeup was 45-70 also. It like, was. Exactly. For a while. Does, does Wilder also throw a forkball? That sounds familiar. Uh, that I'd have to look he up. He does. Okay. It, they're almost exactly the same pitcher. It's, it's the yeah, same pitcher. Datini is Wilder. That, okay, no, that – well – so let's run with that. If Datini becomes Wilder, are you happy or sad if you're Kreese? Is he the 29-year-old Wilder or is he the 26-year-old Wilder? I, I am, we have said Datini is Wilder. If Datini's career is that of Wilder, I'm are sad. you happy or sad? I'm very sad. Okay. Because Wilder's I, looked like shit forever until this offseason, in my opinion. I'm not sure he's looked like shit. He has pitched like shit. But I don't know that he has looked like shit. He always seems to underpitch his ratings. Um, and Datini does not look great now. But yeah, that changeup needs a tick. The slider doesn't count effectively. So that's it's it. all about the changeup. 
You know, I'm actually really curious to see if Datini gets a bump when he's 29. Honestly, I'm going to try and remember that. Because those are going to create a are... note. I'm just going to create a reminder for six years. I believe you can set a note to remind yourself in the game. Oh, maybe I should do that. Because they are shockingly similar. Yeah. Uh, That's a great call, Jake. Great, great call. Yeah, Datini's an interesting player. Note, date, remind me. Um, what's what's 365 time, times six? Oh, dear Lord. I don't care. Uh, I'm, I'm, se- I'm setting this reminder. 2,200 days. 2,200, yeah. Ballpark it. Wow, 2,200 is almost exactly right. I have a question. What these other guys in the in the system? Josh Stalzer. We like him, hate him. What do you think? Hate him. Can't play defense. Can't hit for average. Is that what Jose Susana, but can't hit for average or can't play defense. Excuse me. What about Orlando Chavez? Hate him. But really? well, I shouldn't say I hate him. He's a DH, but he might be a monster DH. Yeah, I think uh, he's going to have to DH, but damn. He Chavez like... is a monster DH without platoon splits. Yeah, yeah. so he's a good player. He might be John Morgan. Um, Saltzer, again, he's a DH. He can't field. Stalzer is a DH, but I think that he might actually be ready for the sky and be interesting to see what he would do. Yeah, I, I don't know. So are, are the Cardinals in the let the young kids play mode? I think I mean, so. They have to be, don't they? I'm always I'm always in that mode. Fucking let bring it on. Right. Do we like Preston Gain? Why is why does he suck? By the way, anybody know? Does he suck? Because he oh, can't yeah. hit. He sucks. I want to oh, know a, why. He's a 45 contact coin flip. He's Santoro. He's going to put up six WAR one year, and you're going to be blown away. Well, that's the question. Where's Justin right? Santoro? My, my scout has him at. 50 contact. I think he's playing second base in San Diego. Oh, that's disgusting. Because Ben was drunk. (laughs) Ben was too busy fucking focusing on the Chihuahuas. Didn't even think about the Padres. I mean, the Chihuahuas are more important, let's be honest. We might might need to to get a Padres GM just because Ben's so focused on the Chihuahuas. Uh, I I really like Preston Gate. Now, my scout does have the contact at 50. Um, Santoro also makes me sad. Yes. Oh, Jake and I had a conversation. What is the difference between Nate Hooper and Justin Santoro? Like, really, look at their bars and tell me the difference. One had a shitty career. One had a great career. What is the difference between their bars? Uh, I think it was able to tell me one. It was a void case. And that was the difference. Is that it, though? Yeah, because Nate Hooper doesn't strike out that much. And he's fast. So he turns he runs out a lot lot of singles and Santoro never did. I guess. No, no. I'm exactly right, Trent. In any event, I think Preston Gain looks better than he is. He's got to be better than this. I mean, even guys with 45 He's, he's Greg points. Thatcher. He's awful. Greg Thatcher's good. So, so then what's the difference between these two guys? Thatcher's going to be good. Gain is probably going to be pretty good if he platoons. Gain should be fine. Why can't he play against righties? Yeah. Gain played against lefties last year. That's the problem. Well, that was part of the problem. Well, part of the problem, because he did suck against righties. But oh, Gain struck out 222 times last year. That's pretty nice. Uh, against righties, Gain, OPS 638. 
damn, he did strike out a lot. He needs to walk more. 55 discipline should be worth more than 43 walks this season. But Eric, that's just me. You know, I think we need to move on from the Cardinals, but I want to talk about one other guy, Luis Perez. He's a borderline starter, so Jake probably hates him. But I like this guy a lot. But, man, sad that he's scrolly McScroll. He's, he's right. Oh, yeah, that's sad. He's right on the edge. I mean, if that slider gets another bump, he's a starter. Yeah, I, I think this guy could be really good. I mean, Nathan Banning should be in the in. I mean, Nathan Banning has surprised me that he's a nine strikeout guy. I'm telling you, sometimes it doesn't matter so much. Depends on your, the way your pitches line up. Yeah, Nathan Banning's actually been pretty good. I think we sort of called that wrong. That was um, bad. Us. I feel like he's already peaked. That's my problem. Yeah. I mean, my my favorite pitcher on this team is Andrew Ricketts. I don't hate any of these pitchers. I think this Luis Perez guy looks okay. None of these guys look awful. Ricketts is interesting. Too bad Jose he's a, Montoya, uh, the 39, soon to be 40 year old Jose Montoya. Oh my God! He's I even like Warren Louis. Bingman. This guy looks good. He I love our... Jose Montoya, man. When All Zach right, was dropping him, I looked at this guy's stats. They, he, what a great career this kid, dude's had. But yes, move on. Don't respond move to, to my the Southside Sox. Yes. I still like Warren Bingman. We should talk about him. But that's okay. Um, there, they they got screwed a bit when Alicia had a setback. That's gonna hurt. Alicia is missing the year. Cool. Talk about the White Sox. Miguel Alicia will not be pitching in 2023. Yeah, that's that's a big sad face. So that's back to back years he's missed. So Torres Labrum in May of 2022 had a setback, a 12 month setback in November. Right before free agents filed. So he's missing this year. And that's a big hit. I have a question. Yes. Miguel Alicia ever the same. Yeah, it's too early to it's too early to it's too early if, to say. If, if Sly could get seventy five cents on the dollar for Miguel Alicia, should he take it? Probably. Yeah. Probably that's safe. what I that's what I would do. I think the labrum is usually not that bad of an injury, but I'm I, not sure. I, I think that this is a guy, I think this has got a better chance of being Mike Armour than it does being Tom Andler. Or any of those sh- angels. <laughs> Who get hurt and then are awesome. No, yeah. Nate Totten sucked after he tore his labrum, so not Escobedo. all of them. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I think um, he's got, on the, I, I, on... I'm very worried. And I love the player, so it makes me sad, but I'm very, very worried. So there, there are a couple of bright spots here in this rotation for the White Sox. Mike Duvall is still a front-of-the-rotation guy. Daniel Ventura is a solid middle-of-the-rotation guy. Brett Greenberg is a solid middle-of-the-rotation guy. Josh Corpening is a solid middle-of-the-rotation guy. So I like the other pieces, but having Alicia right at the front there makes this team so much better. Yeah, I, I mean, I sort of – I think I like some of these guys more than you. I think Mike Duvall can even get better. I think this guy could be in pitcher of the year conversations, and I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so I, I like I, him a lot. I think he's actually a pretty good candidate to win this year, even. I, I really am with you. And I like uh, I like the Corpening signing. Uh, a little bit more money that I was that I would have been willing to spend on Corpening, but but I agree with everything else you said. Brett Greenberg is what he is. He's a good middle of the rotation guy. I think Daniel Ventura can be this team's number two. 
I like him more of 2021 than 2022. I think 2021 is closer to the real. So, yeah, no, I like this team a lot. I really like the Chicago White Sox. I'm obsessed with Scott Beatty. I think he's going to be awesome. Nobody can pick him for West Rookie of the Year because I am taking him. I already wrote him down. I'm sorry. I already wrote him down. Lies. Lies. I, I swear to God, I'll screenshot it. it. I got. I already did my awards before we got on this pod. I picked uh, you are not allowed to have Scott Beatty. But it yeah, depends no, on he, who goes first. But, uh, but yeah, and uh, Gabe Sandoval, just fantastic. Is he going to DH this year? God, I hope so. Me too. Jeez, his bars look so much better. His bars look so good. Yeah. Fucking nut. Holy shit. Yeah, that. <laughs> you imagine if he could walk, it'd be a second Rivera. I mean, dear Lord. I think, I don't know, he might be better than Rivera. Was Ramiro Mendez worth whatever he was worth last year? 18 million, three war, OPS plus 94? Yeah. That's good. I, I think he got what he wanted. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah. I mean, obviously 7-Eleven OPS is shitty, but... Yeah, you given... get the war out of that guy? Hell yeah, I think you take it. Just for the health alone is pretty nice. Did he play him in right? Is that where he played last year? I believe so. Is, yeah, uh, he was plus nine in right field last year. Yeah, that's it, one of the things that helped him. Hey, can we just quickly establish, is it Beatty or Beatty? I have it as Beatty, but that's just me. That's what I have that. Beatty. Okay, good. I like Beatty. Someone told me it was Beatty, and I was upset years ago. No, I Be- think it's Beatty. All right. Um. I'm with you. I think the White Sox are awesome. And you, you guys know I'm a White Sox fan in real life, so I'm pretty stoked to see my team finally back to normal. It's been 15 years, but it's fun. I will I, say like, this. Oh, I like all these guys. I'm just going through. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Josh Corfinning signing is the one thing I really hate. I know he was remarkable in Philly. Probably your best free agent signing ever, honestly, if I'm Trent. Well, Trent, if I'm honest. I think that was your best free agent signing of all time was Corpening because he was so remarkable. But he's about to turn 36, and he's going to be on the books until his 38th season, making $13 million for a guy who struggles against lefty pitching in a ballpark where lefties hit it out of it easily. I hate that signing. I like I like Josh Corpening, the player, a lot. I've always loved Josh Corpening, ever since his Cleveland days, right? And you're right. He was fantastic in 2021 for the Phillies. Just just every, every bit is advertised. That was but the yeah, year where he was unstoppable at home. Yeah, I know. He had like a 2-5 ERA at home. Yeah, it's nuts. But I, uh, but I, I, I meant what I said. I think he's going to be okay. I wish it were for less money and for less years. And I think it probably could have been. I don't know that guys were beating down the door to sign Josh Forfening. Maybe they were. Maybe I'm wrong. Starters tend to get overpaid. But but I like all these guys. Uh, it's sort of sad. They had another injury. Gregory Azura, he's out for five months. That's going to hurt. Um, I think that was a free agent signing. Yep. So, I don't know. I'm probably overrating this team a little bit. And the Central is not easy to win this is a this is not a bullshit division anymore um the cubs are legit good texas is legit good i think the rockies are legit good so this team's this team's good but they've got their work cut out for him sandoval has to reproduce what he did Beatty has to be as advertised mike say needs to take a step forward 
Maybe. They do need somebody. They need a third guy. And I don't know who the third guy is. I was thinking maybe it would be Azura, but it can't be now. I think they're missed, their infield is fucked up. I, think, I really um, I like Eric Crudgeon a lot. I think that guy's at what, good. At what position? Well, he's probably not a shortstop, but you know what? I don't think he's played terribly there. He really he hasn't is. been bad. No, he's been fine there. I just – I'm worried about it because he used to be 65 range. I think it went down to 60 recently. I'm not sure what it was last year because he was he went from plus seven to a zero. I think this would this guy belongs at third base. Uh, he looks like a gold glove third baseman, and in 21 you can put up plus 10. That's a thing. So put him to third. Put that dude uh, Barnes. Raul Nunez? Where does Raul Nunez play? Maybe Nunez, nowhere. Nunez plays third. Put Get rid of him. He's garbage. Uh, put Barnes at shortstop. Barnes is set to play second. Or even Trudgeon to second. Maybe switch those two and you're fine. But I think oh, there's yeah, an Barnes opportunity play to play shortstop. I think you can optimize this infield, and it'll help a lot. Damn, I really like this team. The more I look at them, the more I like them. God, they look good. Damn. The Central. Who'd have thunk it? Damn it, Sly. All right, we move on. I like the White Sox a lot. All right, that brings us to the last team in the Central, the Kansas City Royals. Did the White Sox finish seventh last year? They did. Damn, that sort of surprises me. My favorite move that Kansas City made this this offseason, besides trading for Vatcher, was getting Lorenzo Soto. Got Soto a third and a seventh for Gareth Buckingham. Yeah, I like the player. Yeah, Buckingham's not very good, so well, he's okay, I should say. But yeah, Soto's like a 60 overall guy at a shallow position. I, I agree with you. I think that was a great deal. I think I would take Lorenzo Soto over Gareth Buckingham one for one. Oh, I, I don't think it's honestly that close. And now I think he has to play third, not second, but that's fine. Uh, he doesn't seem to really fit into what the Royals do, though, like because he's not all that fast. I mean, he's OK, but it's not like he's going to steal 100 bases like everybody else in the Royals. Boy, the Royals still have Jamie Crawl, or maybe they have him back now. I think he was gone last year. Hard yeah, to know they, they have him back. They have Aaron Long. This team's sort of interesting, actually. It's hard. I gotta like put my brain into Royals mode. I gotta download everything that's going on because there's so much to unload. Well, what's easy to unload is that Aaron Paris now sucks. That's sad for sure. Um, yeah. On Aaron Paris, I will say that I, I, I'm assuming. I'm not even sure, but he's the all-time games played leader for the Royals. I think that's pretty fucking cool to be a catcher and lead the team in games played. Are you, are you sure about that? I haven't looked. I'm not, but I'm assuming because every good catcher was on multiple teams. Yes. Uh, he's outplayed now Juan Ariano by 13 games. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew about Paris. I wasn't sure about any other catcher on the league. I'm just assuming. But that's pretty cool. Uh, I like I like catcher, especially in a place like Kansas City. Blue collar, white guy. You know, it just feels right. Yeah, I like uh, I like this team more than I should. I think um, 
And I think we have to talk about this bullpen, don't we? I, uh, I think that's all there is to talk about. Since he spent $80 billion on it? Yeah, and what do we think about the signings? Because what, there's four signings, correct? Am I missing one? Well, Martin, Zaragoza, Five. Bar- Mar- Barnwell, Gill. There's at least those four. And Matthew Marin, I think, is another one. Who I don't know if he's going to start or relieve, but I would assume relief. I don't know that you put that in the same category as some of these other signings. Um, it's interesting. It, Matt said the only thing about this that I didn't like is – and again, if you're going to pay relievers this much, you might as well do it with guys like Zaragoza and Barnwell and Gill who have always been really good, right? Um, Jake Martin might have been a little bit of an overpay, but he's left-handed, so that makes up for it. And I love Jake Martin. He's another former Philly who was ad, ad, as advertised. I do not regret that deal at all. And I gave him more money than, than Kansas City did. Now, of course, he was three years younger. But, but one of the most interesting things about this is that Kansas City said it wasn't a move for this year. It's a move for the future. And that really rubbed me the wrong way. It, I, I'm confused. Like I just don't, I, I just don't get it. What? What do you mean? What, what? There are lots of teams that should sign relievers. The Kansas City Royals are not in the top fifteen. All right. Well, I'll I'll play uh, Matt. I'll be Matt. Um, first of all. Relievers are probably the easiest asset to flip at the deadline. I know it gets harder when you're signed all these guys to like four or five year deals. For keep 10, that in eleven million dollars. Right? Keep that in mind. You might have a suitor uh, like the Pirates or something that's in the playoff hunt. Um, is desperately needs some help. You're correct. And, you could have a suitor in four months. Yeah, right? I think. Like, I right think. Right. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think you get that if you sign a, a position player or anything else. So a reliever is very flippable. Certainly and not two, the same way. Yeah. And two, he is in the middle of a rebuild. Uh, so what? Maybe you waste a year of these guys' careers on a shitty team. But maybe next year's the year. That's Why not spend it now, you know? The way the money works in our league, there's really not a benefit of keeping it. So you might as well just sign the guys now for long term and have them set up. So I know what that, you mean, but I don't really – I don't have a problem. Jake, break the tie. What do you think? Didn't love it. Don't hate it. I think. Uh, Good job, Jake. Good job. <laughs> yeah. You, you. <laughs> I, uh, I I like all the signings. I I, I, I like the signings. I, I think that's that's how I put it. The one I don't like, and I there's one that I hate, and that's Nate Gill. I think that was horrendous. Um, this is a righty side armor. Can't get lefties out. And you paid him the most money, I believe. Uh, he's getting $55 million over five years. That's a lot. Oh, he also, signed, he also signed the guy that's on the DL now, the reliever that was on the DL, Tarango. Oh, that's right. And Tarango's the other one I don't really like. Yeah, I can't handle that. Yeah, so I, I thought it was cool that he signed Mart, or, excuse me, Barnwell and Zaragoza right off the, uh, right off the bat. I think those yeah, that guys was are— the, the first day of free agency, I think they were gone. Yep. Yeah, and I think they're probably maybe overpaid, but not horrible and not by decent a lot. values. Yep. But Tarango, Tarango got fucking paid. Gill got paid. I think those two moves are going to bite him horribly. Uh, so I like the idea. I think just like Matt always does, he just goes overboard and gets out of control. 
Is there a world where this bullpen's not very good? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I don't like it. Because you spent all this money on bullpen guys, and I think there's still a chance this bullpen's not very good. And that it just strikes me as, damn, I don't know. And the rotation, I mean, I, I like the pitching staff as a whole. I think it's one of the better pitching staff. I think this may be the best pitching staff we've talked about. Top you, Like in the central? In the league? In the league. He has three what? starters on the DL also, Trent. I guess. Damn. Like Quentin Tanner's a decent arm. Muratel is a pretty good pitcher. And then uh, Cesar Vasquez is pretty darn good, too. They're all weird kind of guys, but guys who I think will pitch well in Kansas City. I just want to make sure I'm understanding correctly. Did Jake just say? Yes, I did. The Kansas City Royals have the best pitching in baseball. I did just say that, yes. Because that, I feel like we should be screaming and yelling at Jake. In the central. He said in the central. No, in the league. I think this is one of the best pitching staffs we've seen top to bottom in the league so far. You are not understanding him correctly. That is an insane statement. Yeah, I think that's an insane statement. Who the fuck's starting? I don't know. There's not that many starters where I really like. Love Pineda. Love Vasquez. Love Martin. Are guys who are starting any good? Is Juan Pineda good? We don't know yet. has he been good? He's missed back-to-back years. The next year he is good will be the first. I'm absolutely a believer in Juan Pineda. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with Jake. I think Pineda's good. Uh, I need to see him healthy. Um, the other guys, I don't really like Muratella. I think he's going to struggle getting lefties out. Uh, I think Vasquez is going to struggle getting lefties out. So the starting pitching I don't really like that much. It's a solid pitching staff, but not good enough to – geez, that's some serious praise. Yeah, damn. It might, it might be top 10, but I don't see any more than that. I think all of these guys need to overachieve for the Royals to be in the top half of pitching staffs. Well, I guess I'm I will, splitting the I will the buy your Kansas City pitching stock. Yeah. Damn, well, you can have mine because I am selling. Now, I think it's possible that this bullpen could be really good. I mean, this could work out. I just think it's also possible that this bullpen could not be very good. I think it's also worth noting I'm a believer in Edgar Escobar, and he's never been good. Interesting. Yeah, he yeah. has proven nothing. Edgar Escobar, me. former California Angel prospect. Oh, oh that's God. why. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay. Whew. You had me going for a second. Yeah, Ed- okay. Escobar's not good. Yeah. I, damn. I like this offense more than this pitching staff, and I don't really love this offense. I mean, outside of Pineda, I don't trust any starter, and Pineda's even like – a huge question mark. I think Soto's the best hitter on this team. Yeah, I'm. I don't see any offense here. And it's Batcher and Bat- Soto. And Batcher is the second best hitter on this team, and he's not very good. Greg oh. Batcher is the bet second best hitter on this team, and he hit 174 last year. On the bright side, offensively, everybody can run. Everybody can run. I mean, they are going to steal a fucking ton of bases. Hey, they so could be good. They could be good defensively too. By the way, they could yeah, be so, good. So if the manager is like a small ball guy and they they run and bunt and all that shit, I think they could do some cool stuff. They might be able to manufacture enough runs, but it's the starting pitching. I'm not there yet. Do you still like Paco Sherman? Not nearly as much as I used to. Really? Uh, I really liked him when he was 80 range, and that's gone. 
I still, I mean, I, I definitely still like him. He just has, he has very severe splits for a right-handed guy. Oh my God. Jason just said Bacher is Nate Hooper, but, but he isn't, you see. Tarlo. Tarlo. I want, I want to be done talking about the Royals. See, talking about the Royals sooner or later always irritates me. I was doing fine. And then Jake said they had the best pitching staff in the sky. And now I'm in a fucking bad oh mood. Oh, my God. It. Feisty Trent has become angry Trent. Makes me really angry. All right. Uh, Nate Hooper does not strike out. Thatcher strikes out. That's the difference. All right. I'm ready. Does that mean All we're right. ready to rank teams in the Central? Yep. All right. I'm going to start here. I think I haven't gone first yet, so I'll go first here. Thank I'll you. take the Rangers just because... I don't see a way not to take the Rangers. Um, I think I'm going to take the Cubs in second. I don't feel great about it, but I can't bet against those Cubs pitchers. Um, I think I'm going to take the Chicago White Sox in third. Um, And then I'll take Colorado in fourth. Uh, And then I'm going to take the Brewers. Uh, and I like the Brewers, but I'm going to take the Brewers in fifth. Um, the Astros in sixth. Uh, the Cardinals in seventh. Kansas City in eighth with a bottom third in the sky pitching staff. Motherfuck, Jake. All right. <laughs> Wait, you have the Royals in what place? Last. You are. Well, we'll see. That's interesting. Interesting. I'm just curious where Jake ranks the number one pitching staff in baseball. I would think first place. One would but, have uh, fifth, right? I'll let You're Jake think about it. I'll, I'll rip mine off. Rangers, Cubs, Rockies, and the White Sox in fourth. I think they're on the rise, but a year away. Uh, Royals in fifth. Brewers in sixth. Astros, Cardinals. All right. I guess that makes it me. Give me Rangers first, Rockies second, White Sox third, Damn. Cubs fourth. Damn. Uh, Brewers fifth, Astros sixth, Royals seventh, Cardinals eighth. Damn, those Royals must not be able to hit at all. Oh, no, they cannot hit. Yeah. They're going to be first in the league in pitching and last in the league in hitting. It's the only way they're going to finish sixth. Damn. That brings us to the Pacific. Hey, the best I team in the Pacific, California Angels. Well, they are not the team we do first because they did not win the division last year. They did not. That brings us to – that would be Vegas. There we go. That makes more sense. It's, a, uh, it's an interesting Vegas Knights team. It always is. John Sissel still there. Uh, Gehring is still there. What do, you, what do you guys think of the Knights? Yeah, I never know what to think of the Knights. I always like this team, and I'm always sort of rewarded for liking the Knights, so I'll probably like them again. Yeah, I like a lot of these teams. I like this guy, Matt Honeycutt. think he can start. like him a lot. Um... Never know quite what to think of John Sissel. He's always, always a weird pitcher. And I, I didn't like, I didn't like his fit in, uh, in Vegas when, when they, when they signed him. And what do you know? He's enjoying yeah, life. I, I still don't like him. 
in Vegas. I mean, he is going to give up home runs. I mean, he has. Two home runs and not per nine is a lot of home runs. And that's back-to-back years for Sissel. So he gives up home runs. But Dan Vegas has been very vocal about the fact that he likes the strikeouts and he'll tolerate the home runs. And I hope he's okay with that because he's got lots of low-movement guys. Lots of them. Chris Gehring pitches for this team. Lots of low movement. Yeah, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think. Uh, I like. Is Alexis bullpen. is Alexis Morales still a starter? I think so. I I would start him. I think he's one of the best five starters on this team. Yeah, I agree. Um, don't think he's a great starter. He's probably a better reliever, but just give me the innings, you know? Yeah. All he did wrong last year was got hurt. That's it. That's all he did. Yeah, but he's fine. I like him a lot. Like Jesse Giordani as a reliever? No. I mean, Jacob Shaver and Sam Vaughn, we finally get to see them. Yeah, that's the sexiest part of this team. This team should hit real, real well. I'm really glad he got Sam Vaughn. That was a good a good acquisition. You want to see Sam Vaughn on a hitting team in a hitter's park, and he is. Damn. And he can DH and not worry about it. Yep. I remember last year's podcast, We, I was preaching to Sly, you got to get rid of one of these DHs. Um, I don't know. It kind of sucks that Sam Vaughn's not in Chicago because he's so damn good. But it was yeah. the right move. Good thing to and I a didn't, good listener. I didn't really love that deal for the. I didn't really love that deal for the White Sox for other reasons. I think he should have gotten a king's ransom for Vaughn, and he just didn't. Agree. So, but uh, but that's okay. I mean, whatever. Now it is. It is what it is. But yeah, no, Vaughn should be awesome. I do not think the ten oh five OPS in limited action with the Knights last year is a mirage. I think that's reasonable. I think he could OPS plus 160-something this year for the Knights if he stays healthy. And generally, he stayed healthy. Only injury woe was last year, six weeks. But that's it. Other than that, he's the modicum of health. And I think he could just that just hit the cover off the baseball. Um, have you guys talked about – sorry, I was got up for a minute to get a refill. Um, did you all talk about Israel Soto? Did not. Because that was one of the most interesting signings of the offseason, watching Soto get bid up and up and up and up. Uh, curious your thoughts before I share mine. It, it's, I think it's too much money, but he's a good player. I've always liked, I've always liked Israel Soto, the Radford Rocket. Used to be called No Trump. <laughs> yeah, Radford Rocket's a great nickname. That was a great correction. Uh but he's not a shortstop anymore. I don't think he's going to play shortstop. So twenty plus million dollars. Excuse me. I mean, next year he's making twenty-five. Is just seems absolutely bonkers to me for a guy who's really had one good offensive season in his life. Landy was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, of course it was. Well, of course it was. I mean, name me the guys who have played for Pittsburgh and haven't had their career year in Pittsburgh. You will not- be. You will be that. You know what? That is a really fucking good question. I want a list. Somebody else needs to do this. I want a list of well-traveled players who have not had their career years in Pittsburgh, who have played for the Pirates and not been awesome there. That's what I. 
Yeah, Somebody was... get on that shit. You will be hard pressed to find fucking any. But in any event, yeah, no, I I agree with largely everything you're saying. I think Soto's going to be fine, and he is in a hitter's park, so that'll probably help. But uh, because Vegas isn't just a home run park, it is a hitter's park. Oh yeah, it'll be great. But can you expect what? I mean, what do you what OPS do you need to be happy with twenty? $5 million. I think he needs to be a 3-4 war player, and I don't know. I think it's going to be tough. Maybe yeah. it'll happen. I feel like you got I, an OPS 850 to be happy with that. I don't know that it's that good. I mean, he's, he needs to play good defense, and he needs to play it at a premium position, and you have to ask yourself, if is that still good enough to play it short? See, I'm not convinced that's not still good enough to play it short. I know the range is down a little, but the error arm DP are all still so high. That I think it might be okay at short. Yeah, I, I bet it. I bet it would be okay at short. Um, he's only been bad in pretty small sample sizes, so I'm sure he's okay. But it looks like the intention is to play him at second. They have this guy, Ramiro Godinez, at shortstop. Uh, curious what you think of him. He's a like guy him. I I like sent I sent over there in the Ernie Villanueva trade, and he has blossomed like crazy in the last six months. Uh. Never thought he would look this good, and now I'm, like, kicking my shoes around, you know? Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't think he's going to hit, but I think he can play defense and play it very well. Um, See, I think he can hit. Man, I think he can be just freaking good. Being a lefty is really valuable, I think, at those positions. Maybe that's true. He is left-handed. He looks sort of like a left-handed Gallegos. Um, but, yeah, uh, but, just... but being left-handed makes a difference. You're right. But, uh, but yeah, no, uh, a lot of these guys look good. I like Fernando Fivecoat. I think this team's good. They're going to hit the cover off the baseball. Jake, what yep. do you think? I, I'm i scared of this team, that's for sure. I think Elijah Holt could get better. Well, his year was so weird last year because he was unreal for three months and then sucked for four months. Yeah, I think that's the real Elijah Holt, the one that sucked. Really? Yeah, oh, that, no, I don't think so. That well, is not true. Well, last year. I, I think he'll grow into it, but I, I think he was a, a mirage. I, I didn't think he was ready last year. You know, it was kind of like Israel Soto's rookie year, where he batted up to 440 or something and ended up coming back to earth. But, yeah, it looked like he was up too early, but was lucky enough to get away with it. I'm really curious what he is this year, because I'm, I'm not sure. I don't have a damn clue. Yeah, no, I don't see any way that this guy won't hit. I don't know how he can't hit. I think see, 770 is low for an OPS, like over the whole season. See, my scout still has 50 contact, 50 power, 45 eye. Nothing else to it. Damn, that is okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I think Holt is uh, half away without the speed. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be fair. I think that those bars are Hathaway-esque. Doesn't walk as much as you would like, sort of like Hathaway. Strikes out a little too much, sort of like Hathaway. Yeah, so. I think that's a. I think that's actually a pretty good comp. Uh, probably gonna hit for a higher average, but no speed. So, yeah. I mean, this is younger in his career, Hathaway. Obviously, I mean, not Hathaway now. I don't know what happened to Hathaway now. He's just become a power hitter who can't hit for average. But hey, uh, Hathaway was worth four and a half WAR last year, so he's not a total he, dump. Uh, I, I didn't say he was a dump. I just said I don't know what happened. I think like, yeah, yeah. He said the same thing. All of a sudden, he can't hit for average. But yeah, no, he uh, 
I, I really like the Knights. Uh, if they had pitching, damn. Yeah, the pitching is looks rough to me. I mean, flat out rough to me. I don't know. I know he's trying to experiment with higher K guys, probably some openers and shit. I don't know how it's going to shake out. It's hard to know. Uh, I'm not super optimistic. This looks like a team that's going to be a playoff team most likely, but I don't see them winning the division again. Well, I don't know. We've only looked at them so far in the Pacific, but everybody in the Pacific, not named Arizona, is trying to win. So Exactly, yeah. It's going to be awfully competitive. So, yeah. All right. Anything more with uh, with Vegas? Nope. All right. Really that bring, like... brings us to California. No, or, sorry, no. That that brings us to the Dodgers. Wow. I, I just want to talk about myself, don't I? Brings us to the yeah. Dodgers. It's situation normal. Yes, the uh, the Los Angeles. They Dodgers. made some moves. It was an active offseason from our commissioner. They acquired Mason Cox. They moved Ramon Sanchez. They acquired Jesus Palacios. And no, um, and and no Josh Phillips for the first time ever in a long time. <laughs> yeah, the rotation just doesn't look the same, right? It's Wait, Vargas, who's going to strike out the world. Jorge Chavez, who's an interesting little guy. Lazenby and Arvelo. So four solid guys. I don't think there's a top of the rotation guy among that, but, I mean, I think they're all solid two threes. Well, we're forgetting Romer. Yes, and we are forgetting Ken Romer, although I'm not exactly sold on Romer. I think you take away that change, but he's just another okay starter. I'm kind of with you, Jake. I'm not a big what, Romer fan. What do you, what do you what's wrong with the changeup? It's not a pitch. It doesn't count. It's not all. a pitch. You're right, but I think it being there is a boosting the stuff potential, especially on the OSA, and boosting that potential number. And just looking there, you look at it, it's like okay, there's there's a fourth fifth, there's a fourth pitch there. There's a 55 there to go along with the other the other pitches. I I don't know that I agree with that, but okay. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, there's, I think he's just a flat 60 stuff guy. There, there's one problem with Ken Romer and one problem only, and that is that he gets hurt too much. That's it. That's it. He mm. takes a month, six weeks off every year. That's it. Maybe. Problem. I don't like. I don't love him against lefties. I think that's the issue. I think that's fair. I think that's. Yeah, he had, a, he had a very rough spring training. Yeah, he was awful. But yeah, no, I, I like Ken Romer. I think that makes the pitching staff look better. E- either way, you're totally forgetting about Ken Romer. Um, He's certainly better than some of these other guys, Lee Frederick and, you know, Roger Gonzalez. Finest. The former Lake Montezuma's finest. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what to think. Jason Lazenby's good number five, nothing else. Man, if they, if they didn't get Mason Cox, this offseason would look so much worse. He's lucky his best friend is the best team in baseball. I have a question. Is Mason Cox going to stay healthy? Are we sure? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, 100% sure. No doubt. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't see why not. He's played a lot of games his whole career. I want to talk about three guys on the Dodgers. Three guys. All of them are brand-new starters this year to the Dodgers. The first— Oh, so you're, not, so you're not talking about Ray Rath? Nope. Don't care. I mean, like Ray Rath, love him, defending— Position player of the year winner in a weird vote. It was he a weird year. Did not win. Did not make the All Star game. 
uh, it was a weird year for position player of the year in the West. Like really just a strange year. He got he fake winner. Is is one of those guys Ted High? Well, one of them, we're going to go in order. One of them, the first one that I come to is Rylan Garland. What do you guys think of this guy? Like him. Uh, platoon, platoon DH. Yeah, yeah but, a but good when, one. But when he hits against righties, I think it's going to be pretty. It looks uh-huh. very, very similar to Mitch Marsh to me. Like almost like exactly the same player as I Mitch like Marsh. I like that comp. That's, that's a very good comp. Yeah. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Did, did, did Marsh have bars like this? Exactly Maybe. the same. Really? Okay. I'll take your word for it. Um, but Garland can't play against lefties. Uh, the second guy is Ted High, who's going to be the everyday second baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers this year. Had an awful spring training, so of course he'll be great during the regular season. Do we like Ted High? I don't even think he's the best second baseman on this team. Yeah, Ted High is a guy not only do I not really like, but I just don't get it. I don't. I like Esteban Gonzalez more than Ted High. Well, they both can play more than one position too. It's not like you have to pick. So, I think, I think Ted High and Esteban are both stuck at second base. Ted High is a little more versatile, but it Esteban really can looks play like... either corner outfield spot. Yeah, he's oh, just oh, you're right, you're right. Andy can play third base probably. That sixty arm. Yeah, maybe. Well, Ray Rath has the hammer lock on third base. One well, yeah, three. I'm just saying in general. Gonzalez I, have, play third. I have 55 arm for both, and that's usually a little bit – makes me a little apprehensive at third. 50 is the – I won't go 50 arm. I will go 55 arm. I have – again, Gonzalez has a very similar thing to what Jorge Rivera looked like when I played him at third for all those years. Yeah, I think there's yeah. something to third base ratings changing a little bit in the new game. But I might be pulling that out of my ass. Well, I know you're – I know I think you're right with respect to uh, – the fact that now guys can just rack up war, rack up zone rating at third, that used to not be the case. Um, what do you guys have as Vinny Medina's contact? I have 50. I have 50 as well. I have 55. Does that yeah, mean you he, have 60 versus lefties or 60 versus righties? That means I've got 55 versus righties and 50 versus lefties. Okay, I'm 45-55. I have 45-55 as well. Is any of these numbers 278 or 286 as a batting average? I think so. Not if he's an everyday guy, I don't think. I mean, he was an everyday. He's been an everyday guy the last two years, and is at 280. Yeah, he's he's been a really good player for the past two years. And the BABIP really, has been about his career average. Yeah, no, he's, there's nothing abnormal about it. He's been sneaky good versus lefties also throughout his career. And I don't think that's a mirage. Yeah, maybe I'm I mean, maybe my it, stuff's it, wrong. What I have in versus lefties is 50, 55, 55, 50, 50. That feels yeah. like a 250 hitter to me. I feel like, I feel like, well, I don't know. If he's genuinely 50 contact, I feel like that's a little bit better than 250, but I don't know. I can't make myself get to 286 with what my scout sees, but my scout could be wrong. But I like the player. Um... The last guy I want to talk about, just so we do my three guys, is Mike Menifee. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with Mike Menifee. Love this guy. Love him, love him, love him. Am you gushed about him in like three different minor league videos. Oh, I love Mike Menifee. How did I do three different videos? He only was in one of them. I know. That's how much you love him. He I just do kept like coming up. I like Mike Menifee a lot. <laughs> do, do, am I wrong? Tell me where I'm wrong. You're not wrong. Okay, so we do like him legitimately. 
Yes, very much. I like all these guys. I don't really like Ted High, but the outfielders are really, really good. Um, wish there was another right-handed one, but that's okay. Again, Gonzalez could be that right-handed outfielder. Or Nenden. Neldon. Mike Neldon. Yeah. I like Mike Neldon. He's, he's defensive first, but he's a he looks like someone that could hit. Yeah, and pretty much no platoon splits, just slightly, but nothing major. At least on my end. Yeah, no, I like the player. Pittsburgh Jason loves himself some Vinny Medina. My goodness. Yes. I, I don't know why we still listen to him. So whatever. I'm just ignoring him. But <laughs> I, I have a I have a follow-up question about the Dodgers. So I like all of these players because I like Ted High more than both of you. Uh, I feel like I'm down on Mason Cox. I feel like the 4.7 war at age 34 probably isn't going to happen again. Totally. Uh, um, but leaving that alone, but I love Ricky Saavedra, one of my favorite players I've never owned in the entire sky. In sky, what cat? Love Ricky Saavedra, uh, and I really like this team. I like all three of these guys that I've talked about, all three of them, and I think the Dodgers are going to be worse than last year because they don't have Ramon Sanchez. That makes so. A big you know what team was picked for the bottom of the West per S plus? Was I it do. the Los Angeles Dodgers? The Los Angeles Dodgers. And when you say West, you mean Pacific. Pacific. Because in, in your world, the Central doesn't exist. No, so. the Central well, does not exist. Fair. Yes. A fair critique. <laughs> so the Dodgers were picked for last. I guess I don't see a last place team out of this team. I mean, I, the, the thing is, there no one, only one other team in the Pacific was supposed to have an ERA below or worse than four one five. Like that's how good the centri- the the Pacific's supposed to be in pitching. Like, okay. to put it in perspective, only two teams in the North were projected to have a better team ERA than 4-3. And I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Are there lots of pitchers park in the Pacific? I, I think there California, are. California, Oakland, San Francisco. L.A. L.A. LA is not a huge pitchers park, actually. Really? Chavez Ravine? Feel really? Like it it's, it's .78 for triples, but that's it. It's even for no. average, even for doubles, and a bit no, plus for home runs. It's 97 for average, man. It's, a, it's not awful. That is no. awful. For average, that's awful. Yeah, I feel like the Dodgers... I'm worried about the pitching staff because I feel like Romer's probably going to get hurt. Um, and beyond that... Feels like question marks. You're asking a lot out of Jesus Arvelo here. Asking a lot. Yeah, I wonder how many parks have a lower than .97 for average. And, I mean, I just looked at when the Mets do. Uh, Miami's got higher. Yeah, I think it's in the bottom five for average. Montreal has lower. San Diego has lower. Or no, just event, a bit higher. I really like the Dodgers, and I don't even have a problem with the trade of Ramon, but I think this year it really hurts them. It hurts them. They're not as good as they were last year, and last year they finished second. You know, I'm not sure, because I, I, I do think Mason Cox makes a big difference, and I think that's what you're underrating. Okay. Uh, it's, and it's just because last year I'm sure their catcher was not very good. I don't this know. This year he could be. Right. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to do you want to take a guess as to who the Dodgers catcher was last year? I already have pulled it up. Don't know. Some fucker uh, named Mark Sutton? 
Yeah, and he was horrendous. Not good. Yeah, he was awful last year. Boy, he did get a lot of at-bats. Although Adam Peterson at-bats. is also back. And he, he is, a, uh, yeah. He had a good catcher ability, though. That's why they pitched him. Helped out that pitching staff. 70, uh, 70 uh, catcher ability on Mark Sutton. If there's anything to Mark Sutton's catcher ability, the Dodgers pitching could be worse this year. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I don't I don't like I get the impression both of you are higher on the Dodgers than I am, and I don't know what to think about that because usually I shit all over the Dodgers. Well, I'm actually not sure because I'm keep I like the lineup. I'm okay with Sanchez. Uh, Amin gave a gift to his friend in Mason Cox. Um, it's the pitching though. You know who's the best pitcher on this team? If is if it's David Vargas. Then I have issues with that because this Josh, guy. Is Josh Phillips on the on the pitching staff for the Dodgers? No, he is not. He's retired. I I, I thought he was a uh, thought he was turned into a coach. Oh, I don't know the answer to that. Josh Phillips is the pitching coach in Low A. Okay. All right. Fair enough. The coaches are getting out of hand. Not everyone should be a freaking. The coach. best the best pitching coach the best pitcher on the Dodgers by ratings is probably Romer. Uh, and that's still, I mean, that doesn't make you wrong. That's still a concern. Yeah. So I just, th- I think Romer and Vargas, you, you need guys who are like super reliable. And I don't think those guys are, they haven't really proven shit. So that's my concern. Not the offense, not Ramon Sanchez. And you know, that's a deep rotation. There are some good guys. Arvello's not bad, but I, I don't have faith in the, in the rotation. Almost all these guys I'm like. Oh, ooh, they no, they can't get lefties out. <laughs> also, shout out someone that got a uh, pitch of the year first place vote last year, Jared Deitz. Oh yeah, Michael can't shut up about this guy. Yeah, he might be the best pitcher on this team. So, so was that any anything more with the Dodgers? Yeah, this bullpen's good. Deitz is part of a pretty good bullpen here. Dites, Palacios, Rivera, yep, Murray. Yep. But I, I think they have to really hit to win games, and I'm I'm worried about it. I am I, too. So I'm kind of the more I look, the more I'm kind of with Trent, but I don't really know why. I'm confused. They're a confusing team. They are sort of a confusing team. I don't know ever how to feel about the Dodgers. Oh, it's the fucking Pacific. Those pacifiers. Remind us, Jake, who finished third in the Pacific last year? That would be the California Angels. And the reason I, I want to talk about them first, because they actually came out of the Pacific last year. I see. Yes, I understand what you mean. Before they got walloped by Matt and the Texas Rangers. We did. We did get got, swept. Just got schooled. Um, and I actually just sent you guys the screenshots of what my uh, lineup and rotations will look like. Oh, so yeah. Knock yourself out. Yeah, I don't uh, – uh, Rich, would you like to go first or should I? Um, go ahead. I'm looking at this Brad Adams screenshot he sent me where he's 55 over potential. And I'm like <laughs> fucking confused. Well, that's my head scout, not OSA. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, I don't think it is. Do you not I, see that head scout is highlighted? I don't know how they highlight in that old game. It looks different to me. Light mode is different. I'm not sure. Light mode is definitely different. Light mode's uh, for nerds. All right. Yeah, go ahead, Jake. Or Trent. Okay. Mel Marrero, fucking awesome last year. I don't think that happens again. 
Just going to say it straight out. Don't think that happens again. Guys do not win seven war every year as pitchers. Like, it's actually pretty rare. Angelo Torres does. Yeah. Yeah, well. This guy is not Angelo Torres. Yeah, no, he he is not. Uh, Francisco Mondragon sucks. He continues to suck. No matter what his war says, he sucks. He's always sucked. He's always going to suck. He's going to strike out the world and suck. This is what Francisco Mondragon does. Trent, how happy are you that he is exactly 5.0 ERA? Oh, if oh, he was four nine nine, I would be pissed. But the fact that it just ticked up to five makes me thrilled. Ticked up to five, exactly. Which probably that last start of the season where he had a terrible outing or something. Oh, love it, love it, love it, love, love it, love it. Now, now what he does do is he he pitches innings, and that's got some value, right? I can't believe OSA and my scouts still think this guy is eighty potential. It fucking makes me so mad. So he is the number seven pitcher in Sky, ranked ahead of guys like Corey Parizek. Justin and, Keaton, Jesse and, Hyde. Oh my God! Oh, it just makes me so angry. Mel Guerrero. Is he the most overrated? John Hall. Most overrated pitcher in history of our league. He has, he has the career low in ERA for Francisco Mondragon is four one six. That was his rookie Elite. season in St. Louis. Elite. And he is the seventh best pitcher in the sky. Oh, my God. Makes me want to punch something. Oh, I need something to drink just to calm down. My blood pressure is rising to unhealthy levels. Damn it. Makes me so angry. All right. So, yes, Tom Mandler does not look Tom Mandler-esque anymore. Like, he does not look very good. I have met 50 stuff, 50 movement. Now, the control's still pinpoint, but damn. Just not the same pitcher. And any pitch could be Tom Mandler's last. Um, and Benegas has settled in. I was wrong on Benegas. He was the guy on California staff that I loved, loved, loved. Yeah, he. I think next year is about as good as it gets for Benegas. I think if you get that every year, you go home happy. Uh, now, this bullpen's good. Like them a lot. But beyond that, I don't know. I think this pitching staff could struggle this year, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. And I think that's the strength of the Angels. I think I'm, I kind of agree with everything you're saying. Um, not entirely. I think Marrero's absolutely should still be a front runner for pitcher of the year. I think Marrero's nuts. Nuts good. I was surprised his Ks were actually so low. Did they dip at all, or were they pretty constant at 13? They were pretty constant throughout the year. I mean, he, he was neck so he was neck and neck with. I mean, he struck out 238 guys in 168 innings. Oh, I know, but I thought, you know, last year he showed that he was in the 14s. That's a big drop. Um, I mean, I had him on a strict pitch count. That that's part of it. They just didn't go deep. Although I don't know. 12. I mean, 12.7 still led the West. Yeah, it just. Uh, we saw Torres jump to 15. I thought Marrero was the next guy who could just absolutely jump to a crazy number with I mean if you look stuff. at what he did in spring training he struck out 16.9 per nine yeah that's yeah, what I'm gonna be right. watching so I think there is room to grow I think that might be low I think he might actually settle in at 14 and that's gives me some confidence that he's going to be super elite not sub two but sub three I think is pretty reasonable um everyone else like I kind of agree with what you said Mondragon sucks but 200 innings a year how can, much can you really complain um, Mandler, I, I think I disagree with you. I do. I have 50, 50, 75. 
But when you're left-handed and 80 stamina, that's fine. Uh, that's going to be an elite pitcher. He's going to be pretty consistent with what he was last year. That's really good. Three and a half, four war. So, yeah, I, I like the pitching staff in general. Um, some volatility here, but, yeah, this is the strength of the Angels, so I'm not surprised it's, it looks good. It's the hitting that is the worrisome thing. But he brought in John Morgan. Lead off John Morgan for $25 Lead off John Morgan. I don't even mind the leadoff. Guy gets on base like a mofo. Almost yeah, guaranteed a 400 on base percentage. I mean, dear Lord. I just had him dip down from 65 contacts, so I'm a little bummed with that. But this guy's going to be so freaking good. I said it a few years ago that he was a top five bat in Sky, and people called me crazy. But he's played his whole career in horrible, horrible ballparks. California also is a horrible ballpark, so I'm, I'm a little bummed. But uh, there's not another hitter like John Morgan in our league, so... That helps uh, he reminds me a lot, a lot of Jeremy. He reminds me a lot of Jeremy Reese. He's just a better, flat out better ver- at everything I think than Reese. I think he walks was, more, hits more home runs. Was Reese higher. left-handed though? No, was Reese was a righty. Reese was a righty. Yeah. Um, and what I did um, with Reese is I let him off. We we so, talked about this earlier, but Reese yeah. can steal bases. That's the difference. Yes, you he have could. A, I mean, Reece, Jeremy Reese is one of the actually the best base stealers in Sky history. Yeah, but just the difference between having a 50-speed guy and a 30-speed guy. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a bummer. I mean, call me old school, but I, I like a little speed in the leadoff position. So The thing that I hate the most about the John Morgan signing is nothing to do with John Morgan. It's not. No, John it has Morgan. nothing to do with John Morgan, and I hate it for it, the exact same reason you hate it. It's because now Aaron Sanchez has to play in the outfield, and that is Fuck going yeah. to be so fucking ugly. This team is going to suck. Oh, absolutely. They are going to be shit on ice defensively. And they were shot. Weren't they shit on ice defensively last year? We were. At one point last year, we were first in zone rating, 16th in defensive efficiency (laughs) or something like that. No, 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 sorry. First in uh, in ERA against, 16th in defensive efficiency. There was a point where you were like second in efficiency and dead last in zone rating. Yeah, and And I wanted that to be fun. I was furious. I remember being furious. Did, did Fuentes make the team? I assume not. No, no. Eric Fuentes will be in double-A. Okay. Uh, interesting side note is that my scout hates Eric Fuentes, has always hated him. Um, don't think he's going to hit at all. Um, but uh, but he's going to play good D. They don't need him because Antonio Perez looks pretty good. think he's going to be a good player. Um, always liked him. A little worried about the contact, but it doesn't matter when you play good defense at short. He's the best defender this team has, and it is not close. Jason, is is Carthan going to play second base every day? Uh, right now, Jalen Carthan is penciled in as the everyday second baseman. Oh, Motherfucker. This, this team's defense is so bad. Yeah. They're so bad. I think that's going to kill the pitching. And it's, I know you're doing it for offense, but that's been the issue for a while now is the Angels can't hit. But they were good last year, and it's because John Trotter had an amazing, amazing year. Yeah. And he, and he was brought back. I'm going to yep. bet against that. Um, who else had an amazing year? Philip Woods. Philip Woods had an amazing year. I think he's 830 OPS. That was the first time he cracked 800 in five years. So I don't know what to think of Woods. I kind of thought he was washed up. I'm going to think he goes back to it, maybe. Not yeah. confident, at least. Not confident that he hits. And the other guy who had a crazy year for you was Rich Meyer, 
who sucks. Who's no longer with the club. Exactly. So you're missing out on another bat. So I think your three best hitters, granted you're adding Morgan, but your three best hitters are guys that I have zero faith in. I mean, yeah, so we only know. got a half year to Perez last year. He gets a full year now. That helps a lot. Um, you missed out Boren, on Fritz Boren. Yeah, I think I think that helps a lot. If they get a I full year out of Fritz Boren, that's already. I, I still think Boren takes another step forward. Five and Sanchez, I mean, Sanchez was not a good hitter last year when he was up. Yeah, that man's going to rake. I love Aron Sanchez against uh, Aron. Aron Sanchez. I name? love. It's uh, not Aaron. It's not Aaron. It's Aaron. It's Aaron Jeez. Sanchez. Uh, Jeez, cultural appropriation, that, bro. Isn't that that guy on uh, on the Food Network named Aaron Sanchez? I might have made that up, but I think I I'm think right. they cook a rose, which is rice. <laughs> In any case, it doesn't matter what you call him. I think he's going to rake against righties and play awful defense. Um, but that's sort of the Angels. I think they're gonna. I, I might even disagree with D. Rich. I think this team might hit okay because I am a believer in Trotter. Um, I think having uh, a hitter the capabilities of Morgan covers a lot of ills. Um, he's effectively replacing uh, Salgado. Salgado, who was awful last year for California. I don't think I don't see any way Morgan's not better than Salgado. Um, yeah, uh, but but are the other guys going to be as good? That's what yeah, I. I I feel like I feel like a full year of Perez and a full year of Boren probably makes up for Trotter taking a step back. I don't know that I think Trotter is a lot worse than this. I don't think that Trotter is 2022 Trotter, but I don't think he's 2021 Trotter either. I think 2020 Trotter is about right. And that's um, a big difference between. No, you're right. You're right. That's a difference. That's it's 15 not a, homers. Not a small difference. But uh, but I think he's still useful. Um but yeah, I'm really worried about this team's defense. I think it's going to hurt the pitching staff. I feel like Mandler is a guy that now is going to have the ball put in play a lot. Doesn't strike the world out. Now, Marrero strikes the world out. Mondragon gets his strikeouts. But the Benegas rest of guys, gets their strikeouts. Yeah, but Benegas strikes guys out. But after that, I don't know. Uh, who, what, whose number? Do the rotation for me. Mel Marrero gets the opening day start. Where does it go Marrero, after? Marrero, Mondragon, Mandler. Then I ask, and then a question mark. It might be Mario Ortiz. It might be Carlos Arroyo. All the options um, are good, so it doesn't matter too much. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, I, so the player that I wanted to shout out got in Rule 5, Steven Teagle. I like Teagle a lot. I do, too, as a reliever. Perfectly He's fine. He's an interesting little one-pinch sinker guy. Hey, we've seen – if you're if your one-pitch is a sinker, you have no issues. Dustin Phillips was good for a long time with one-pitch. Well, and that's true in – Real life, too, right? Like, I mean, Zach Britton made a career out of a one-pitch sinker. Now, he's left-handed, but um, who's the other guy for the A's? It was a uh, one Diekman? Maybe. Diekman? I, I forget his name. Who's or Liam there? Hendricks. This is in real life. Maybe it's Liam Hendricks. Is he left-handed, too? I'm trying to think. But I think Diekman's the lefty. Yeah, but, uh, a sinker but, uh, but in any event, but yeah, no, I, I, I like the player. For Rule 5, it's a great pick. Great pick. Yeah, interested to watch the the walk numbers, but there's some upside there for sure. I'm sure they would love to have him in Milwaukee. Did he really walk 15 uh, per nine? I guess it was only in two innings. Never mind. Yeah, it doesn't really mean anything. That's still sort of fun. I love seeing that. Um, But, yeah, no, I think this bullpen's good. 
Uh, this pitching staff could be fine, but uh, this team's going to have trouble catching the ball, and I'm really worried about it. I mean, when's the last time that I ever put out a, a defense first team? Uh, I the don't next time will be the first time. I don't yeah. think that's ever happened. You're correct. We, yeah. we've, we, I remember once upon a time we played Mike Yearwood at shortstop for like th- two or three years. But all these guys can hit. I sort of like this guy, Jesus Reynoso. So. I like him too when he's on the field. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Rippo found that out that he was uh injury yeah, prone he, he was close to not being a uh to not being an angel blake, blake trinan is the guy thank you ben diego oh, oh you're right you're right you're right who's the sinker baller closer for uh mm-hmm. the Oakland days a couple years ago i think he was with the nationals in real life too for a while so and any we've got yeah i i i like where we're at this year i think we have we have some depth options too between mario flores bell and counterudos uh red susie and then Pitching backups. You got Denadin, you got Ben Case, Jerry Rivera, Ryan Ellis. That yeah. is not the problem with the Angels. You have plenty pitching. Bellin can someone catch it? Can someone hit it? Bellin Contarudis is actually, I think he's a pretty good player. I sort of like him. think that you didn't need Carthan. I think I would have trusted Contarudis to just play every day. So or, we picked up Carthan so that he could play right? against lefties. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. And then we just got into a roster crunch, and it came down to Luis Torres and Bellin, and need Torres for the um, versatility. And, and so Bellin's in AAA again, port, sent to Honolulu. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are worse places to be. If you're going to be in AAA, it might as well be Honolulu. could be in Wilkes-Barre. Yeah, you've got to be on a, on a plane for 48 hours every two days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's be done with the Angels, dear Lord. You know where that brings us? Oakland, maybe? It does not. Seattle. Seattle, for Seattle. the first time in a long time. Oh, boy. No Alvarado. Alvarado is, I believe, he's the manager of the Pueblo Indians. He's Actually, the, manager, the, the Mariners the- Rookie Plus team. Uh, this, this Mariners team, is this Mariners pitching staff is still good. Still very good. Still have, I mean, the the rotation of Turner, Perizek, Fields, Diaz, Coffee. Oh, what happened to Antonio Diaz? What happened to Antonio Diaz? Oh, you guys are not aware? No, what oh, happened? Shit. There is something in the water in Seattle where everyone is losing velocity. Wisenhand, Burwanger, Diaz all lost a shit ton of vel- velocity Holy this year. shit. Out of nowhere. So Diaz is a Kind of a bum. Yeah, he looks like the seventh best starter on this team now. He's turning into Andy Rogers slowly but surely. Oh, dear God. That is too bad. I like Josh Coffey more than him now. And I don't really like Josh Coffey. Bring up Mark McCulloch or Rafael Abara. My goodness. Damn. Boy, that'll be really interesting. He's going to make $20.5 million this year and then be a free agent. Gone. Yeah, nobody's going to pay him. Retired. Fan fave. They're going to be disappointed. I mean, he's asking for 21, and he is not going to get it. Yeah, no. Oh, there's no chance that Dustin gives him that. Yeah, Boy, they need ship. Yeah, this, the, our, uh, I am about to ask this question. Are the Mariners in trouble? No. Yes. Yes. Their farm is gone. They gave it all up for Ralph Turner. I still like Alex Rivera. I think they have a couple more pieces coming up. 
They have Ariola and Rivera, both great prospects, but both look like scroll guys. So it's it's trouble, I think. I Damn. I think you're I think you're off the I think you're off base on Rivera being a scroll guy. What do you mean? He joined the league in 2019, got hurt, two injuries in 2020, four or five in 2021. Four and but they're all they're all minimal. I mean, only he, yeah. he missed five months in 2020, and then only one of these other injuries has been for more than a week. I mean, I think best best case, he becomes a Trujillo stroll guy who plays 120 a year. But that's what I see. It's I a bummer because I love this guy. I love the player. I think that my concern with Rivera is that my scout, the current contact is at 50. My scout has the potential contact at 60. And OSA has the potential contact at 70. There is a I've got real it at 65. Difference. There is a have, real big difference between those three. Hey, and I have 70. Or I have 55-70 for him. So we're all kind of split. Yeah, we're all over the place. But yeah, no, I really like the player. I like him a lot. One of my favorite players. But but yeah, that's it. I don't even like McCullough that much. I think he's sort of meh at best. And then I mentioned it earlier, but Wizenhand and Burwanger, Burwanger. Uh, both those guys took big velocity hits. Now, let me make let, let me make sure you understand what I'm asking. I'm asking for this year. This is a 2023 pod, so I'm not as worried about the prospects. Are the Mariners in trouble this season? Yes. Yes. They didn't make the – they won, what, 70 games? 80. Or 80 games last year? Was Although, they're, are, they, they get Ralph Turner. That, that, Mariners, that, that cannot be understated. Well, I was about to say, are the Mariners better than they were last year? Not given all the uh, all the velocity hits across the because, board. Because because you get Ralph Turner, but you lose Antonio. So you, get Ralph, Diaz. So you get Ralph Turner, but you lose. So you you lose Antonio Diaz. Yeah, he's. Verlander and Wiseman combined for three and a half WAR last year. That's scary. You, you Justin the, Fields was only worth one WAR last year. I expect that to take a big jump. I think it'll take a jump. I might caution on the big jump. Like I just don't. I, see I absolutely believe in Justin Fields. I just don't see him as like a five WAR starter, I and mean, they he, need him. I mean, if, again, he they had. Need, they need him to turn into Antonio Diaz, and I don't think it's going to happen. I think it can happen. Fields had two hitless starts in spring training. Yeah, during spring training, he was a monster, wasn't he? Look at that, Dang. And I, 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 I think he's. I think he's legit. They need him to turn into. They need him to turn into. A great, great pitcher. I mean, I think Turner pairs at Fields is a legit one, two, three. It is. It is. There's nothing wrong with that because you're right. Perizak is still really good. And I don't think Burwanger is going to suck. I just don't think he's going to be the Burwanger of old. Um, I mean, why now, were they bad last year? Why were they bad last year? Do we know. Is that what it was? Yeah. They had. Oh, no, they could hit. They middle of the pack in runs per game. Oh no, they were they were a minus Pythagorean team. That's what it was. They were an eighty-eight win Pythagorean team. Yeah, and uh, okay, so there you go. There's your over under, eighty-eight wins for the Mariners this under. season. Easy under. Remember, they lost Mario Espinosa too, who was uh, pretty been good. One of the, been I'll take the one over. of their better players. Over I'm gonna, I, when in doubt, I side with OSA, and OSA has them at ninety-two wins. Yeah, I am just – I'm not there. I'm not there. Do you guys remember what Justin gave up for McCullough, for Mike McCulloch? I can check real quick. One guy, Mike, Mike Livingston. Livingston. Yeah, he oh, looks yeah. good. I looked at this guy the other day. 
this would be a guy you'd love to have, I'm sure. I mean, now yeah. we need to talk about that lineup. And I, I look at these guys, I'm like, yeah, okay. John Wiseman, yeah, okay. Mike Tarkini, he's taking a step back. Jose Galvez, yeah, he, he's Jose Galvez. John Shook, yeah, he's an 830 hitter. I uh, don't know what to make of Julio Trevino. Don't know what to make of Edwin Raimundo. I don't think he replicates what he did last year. I, I don't see how he does that. That was a huge year. He was the best player on the team last year. Um, I still don't understand how Sergio Carmona's batting average dropped 100 points. Ooh. Yeah, that that probably comes back up. But I mean, I look at this lineup, I'm like, okay, some of these guys are good. So, I mean, who drives in the runs? Is it Galvez? Is it Shook? I know he's really yeah. high on John Shook. It's got to be those two. And, and Tarkini is great. Tarkini's very good. Yeah, Tarkini's good. He wasn't as good as he was last year. I, I feel like all of these guys, with the exception of Ramundo, who, of course, was just setting the world afire, all those guys were just a little bit worse than they have been in the past. Like, it's not like Galvez was awful. He just wasn't seven-war Galvez. He was five-war Galvez. Still a great player. I mean, can does, you count does, on five-war Galvez? Does this, te- does this team look better than the Dodgers? No. Boy, I don't think so. I do not believe I'm saying that. Damn. I can't get over this. I think I like this guy, Julio Trevino. I think he's pretty good. And he wasn't really on the team last year, so he could be good. Um, Jonathan Wimbush, see the everyday center fielder? He looks pretty good. He wasn't on the team last It'd year. He'd be uh, Wiseman, I think. Okay. So maybe Wimbush gets sent to AAA, Wiseman plays center. That makes sense. I think the bullpen takes a massive step back. And that's always been part of what's made Seattle Seattle. Exactly. I mean, Tobias uh, is still there, but that's there. I think it's just it's not the I mean, same. I, time. It's not the I, same rotation. Willie Romero needs to take a step forward. I mean, he he struck out 15 per nine last year. He needs to replicate that. He needs to do what he did last year. If not, be better. Damn, I don't know. This team. Yeah, I still like uh, I still like Willie Romero. Tarlow wants to use him as a starter. Um, With 35 stamina. I think I'd rather use him as a stopper. I think you're going to get max innings pretty easily. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you're probably not getting max innings from anybody who's 35 stamina. No matter well, what you, but his max, which is what, 35? I don't mean he's going to pitch nine innings every game. I guess that would be max innings. I mean, there, there's only one player on this team that I'm not comfortable in striking out the world, and that's Antonio Diaz. Are you worried Everyone about Ralph else, Turner? I'm not worried about Ralph Turner. No, I've still got him at 75 stuff. All right. I, I do, too. I'm not super worried about him, but he's starting to get in his 30s, getting some red arrow, red arrows down. It's just something. Do you think, yeah. do you think uh, Dustin extends him? Well, that's oh, he does. For sure. It was for a year of Ralph Turner. I'm too. shocked he hasn't done it already because this is definitely – he posted it in Slack. That's part of the plan was to keep him there long term. Maybe he's waiting know. for that number to come down. I guess, and he had to know he was going to ask for 27, 30 million. I don't think I give Ralph Turner. You give a 31-year-old Ralph Turner 27 million? I don't Depending know. Depending on I, how you can structure it, yeah. I mean, he'll be 32 next year. Coming yeah. off a 2.6 WAR season. Yeah, it's something, it's something to think about. There's a lot of worrisome stuff here. He had a 261 BABIP last year. That's why he was worth only 2.6 WAR. Danny Orsino's back, huh? 
his ERA went up a run, and he had a 268 BAB or a 261 BABIP. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Weird. It's a kind of a weird. He was great except for the home run ball. It just killed him. I I feel, well, I mean, that's that's the difference right there is that the home run rate doubled. Yeah, I mean, now that'll come down in in uh, in Seattle, of course, but. But yeah, I don't think Ralph Turner looks like Ralph Turner anymore either. There is something in the water in Seattle. Um, we've looked at four teams because Seattle finished fourth last year. And I can't even put into words how impressive I think it is that Dustin led a team in this league to 17 straight postseasons. Like, that is incredible. But we've looked at three other teams other than the Mariners, and I like all three of them more than I like the Mariners. Anybody think I'm crazy? I mean, I don't think you're crazy. I honestly can't decide. I'm looking at these four teams right now in my head. Uh, I really don't know how to order them because they all are talented. They're all good, but they all have flaws. So I I just don't know. I think I think we were talking about the North could be a clusterfuck and the Atlantic could be a clusterfuck and the Central could be a clusterfuck. And I think to a certain extent that's true. I don't think any division is going to be like the Pacific. Because I, right. I don't think this is getting better. We're about to talk about San Diego, who's going to look a lot better than they did last year. Because they yeah. made all sorts of moves. Yeah, I think I like the Padres a lot. We're going to look at Oakland, who does not look like an awful team. Uh, I just don't... Yeah, all right. We have to be done talking about the Mariners. It almost makes me sad. Feels like the end of an era, right? Then let's talk about Oakland. Simon Begum, Jesus Rivera, Nate Collette. That's a strong one, two, three right there. Ugh. And a young gun coming up who actually you know spent what? the entire actually spent the entire year in the majors last year. Struck out less than five per nine. Um, Ryan Hendricks. American and Guamanian. Guamanian. I didn't know that was how that was their term. Guamanian, huh? I like the term Guamanian. I like that uh, more than Guam. Like saying Guam is, is Guamanian. Guam. Guamanian. Guamanian. No, it's Guamanian. It's I, I honestly I don't know. He went to Winooski. I like the name of that school too. And he's from Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. Crazy man. Ryan Hendricks has been partied all over. <laughs> um. No, I don't like any of these guys. I don't. I really don't. I'm sorry. I just don't. Uh, Nate, Nate Collette was really good last year. Uh, I don't know that that reproduces. I mean, I like he's, the player. He's been fucking consistent for four years, though. Yeah, I know no, the war is up, but he's been very consistent. He, uh, so, but, but no, I don't like Brian Hendricks. Not at all. I don't think that he can strike anybody out. I don't have any idea. My scout thinks the 50 stuff might stop there. So that's no good. So, so I'm going I'm to go on a, bit of, on a bit of a tangent here talking about the Guamanians. He is one of three either Guamanians or secondary Guamanians. Uh, you have Justin Fitz, a former 30th rounder with the Yankees, which was actually looking pretty decent. He got a nice little OSA bump after he got drafted in 19. And then Austin Slater, who spent the last three years with the Cubs. So not the only Guamanian in Sky. It's like those Dutch. I always like those Dutch guys. Now we can talk about Guamanians, too. Speaking yeah, of right. Dutch guys, Simon Begum. Yep. Yeah, he's awful, too. 
He reminds me of fucking Mondragon. Oh, I will take Simon Begum every day of the week and about 17 times of on Tuesday. Of course you will, because you're— I don't care that he's a righty side armor. I don't care that he has issues with lefties. Give me Simon Begum. I know. He's like he's like Mondragon without the strikeouts. He's awful. He's That's what he looks like. He's like Nothing, nothing you say can keep me from Simon Begum. Oh, my he's God, the I hate him. Tease. The ultimate tease. I hate him. Hate him. Uh, oh, he probably sucks, but I want him. I want yeah. him for the name alone. I think it's got a cool name. That I want that. It's just to drop. He sucks, and I want him. Yeah, that makes He's an Aruban Dutch. <laughs> an Aruban Dutchman. Love it. Are, are, are the, is Aruba Dutch? Maybe that's true. Maybe Aruba was Dutch settled. Mm, don't think so. I don't know. I always think Spanish when I think Aruba. But is Aruba Dutch? No, Aruba I, is one of four countries that form the Kingdom of the Netherlands. Wow. What? Damn. Wait. I All the citizens of Aruba are Dutch. The no fuck? way. Yeah. Do I, I have no like... concept of where Aruba is? <laughs> do you know where Aruba is? No, I do know where Aruba is. I that think doesn't it make any goddamn the... sense. <laughs> Aruba they... is at the tip of South America. Aren't they in the? Isn't Aren't they in the Dutch Antilles? They're in the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. The Ducky and Curacao and St. Martin. Isn't that where, like, Jonathan Scope is from and some of those other guys who play I in the I think so, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah. Xander Bogarts. Right. Yeah, okay. That's why Duck was, the Ducks were, like, closet good in the, like, baseball classic, world baseball classic. They have all the Arubans. Right. They were good because they have all those guys that aren't really from the Netherlands. Is, yeah, is there a lot you, of guys named – If you go to find every single Aruban, including Gareth Buckingham <laughs> – <laughs> All of their Dutch second also? nationalities are Dutch. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I wouldn't I think that people born in Aruba have names like Simon. You this know? also includes Jan Quakernock. That's a – oh, my God. Can I sign him? Uh, no, uh, he's on the trade block. Can Arizona. I give him my entire budget? Quakenham? That sounds awesome. Quakern and the knuckler Albert Rosario. Oh, my gosh. Get me – these guys He's right currently now. in Milwaukee he was claimed off of waivers at the beginning of last year from Pittsburgh. Uh, the more you know. The more you know. How do you spell Quakernock? I remember seeing this. K-W-A-K-E-R-N-A-A-K. That's fine. Yeah, no, this guy actually was on. He would have made uh, one of the prospects list if he would have been. Used uh, to be, he used to look so good. Yeah, he's no longer any good. Looks like he's a good first baseman defensively, though. He's in Arizona's system. I, can, we, can we make, you know, we have our own kind of skyline verbiage. Uh, <laughs> can we make Quakernock a verb? Like, oh, God, I got Quakernocked. <laughs> My wife was Quakernocking me yesterday. Sorry, couldn't export. <laughs> that is one of the most fun words to say of all time. <laughs> oh, my I don't even know what to say. What are we talking about? The A's. Oakland. Simon, Simon Begum. Begum. The Rubens. Yeah, he sucks. He's no good. I hate him. I, I love him, him and he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I want um, him but and he my, sucks. My favorite signing they made this offseason, and also fuck him, is Grant Pincock. Hey, Why do you Pincock. want this guy so bad? I, I heard you ranting about it. What the fuck am I missing? No, I, think he's, I think he's great. Oh, I think, great he's actually, I think he's actually pretty decent. Yeah. You know he's a scroll guy, right? Do you think I care? I, I assume you have sense sometimes, but 
Oh, give me, give me away from Pincock. Again, I gave up a two for Waldemar Vandenberg. Gosh, uh, you are a little Dutch happened. slut. Speaking of Dutchman, another guy. Yep. Uh, but Grant Pincock, yeah, no, I, 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 I like him, but I don't love him. The injuries really hold him back. Uh, and you know I what else holds him back? Sorry. He's going to be playing right field for Oakland. Oh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah, Why can't yeah. he play right field? He should be What's playing third base that? somewhere. Oh, my goodness. There is no yeah, good Paul, third base. Why would you move Paul McAllister? Why would you sign Grant Pincock? To play him in right field. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> you got like a dozen third basemen. You got Pincock. You got Holly. You got McAllister. You got Wiffles. All these guys are third basemen, and you're playing them all over the fucking diamond. It doesn't make any sense. How are the A's good? Like, They're really, not. They were They're sort not. of good last year. I don't know. They, they were sort of good last year for a long time. And then they <sighs> collapsed. Jim Reeves okay. had a really good year out of the bullpen for them last year. Just thought I'd share. Former Philadelphia spec. 40 saves. Wow, good for him. Um, but yeah, no, this team does not look any good. What happened to Matt Holly? Is he really hurt? That's too bad. Oh, Matt, he's, fine. Uh, he's out one or two weeks. He'll be fine. Matt Holly needs a new team. Oh, my. Yeah, because there's too many goddamn third basemen here. Matt Holly will. Andy would rather die than give up Matt Holly. Yep, I know. I know. Jim Wiffles had a hell of a year for Oakland last year. Why hell was he of playing a year. second base so well? It surprised me. Who? Yeah. Wiffles? It does sort of surprise me, too, although maybe that 80 error goes a long way. You never know. It doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. Just it ask does. what's his nuts. Um, Souders. <laughs> Souders. Oh, it yeah, does when the ball's hit right to you, and I think Wiffles maybe the ball just went right to him all year. He's just a magnet. He should play third base, too, damn it. Yeah, so. gold glove third. He was a gold glove third baseman. Bob Arvin. We, we inquired about him, but he signed a uh, extension right the off season, so we couldn't trade for him. Yeah, I like myself as guy, well. I like this guy Bob Arvin too. I also I, like the name Arvin I have had that same conversation in my head a few times. What? Like, man, he's pretty. He's okay, but I could have a guy named Arvin on my team. <laughs> hmm. I feel like there was a character in a television show named Arvin might have made that up in my head. I mean, who's I don't hate the Bill Moraz signing. Mm. I, I I like nothing about Bill Moraz. I like. I, well, I also I, don't know who pitches out of the bullpen. I liked him as a spec in in uh, Vegas. Colorado then, then Vegas. And then he got hurt, and then he was useless. Ever since he got hurt, he was useless. He's yeah, I don't even like Jim Reeves, and he's the only bullpen piece they have. The only one. Breaking Bad is Armin Trout. Hey, there you go. Which one is oh, right. Which one is he? Is that the old guy? That's the old guy who uh, works for the for the yeah. for the guy the guy with the boss or whatever. The guy with the big nose and yeah talks like this. Yeah. yeah, he's a good guy. I like that character a lot. I yeah. see. I was right. I'm often right. You just have to pay attention. Um, You're all, is that yeah. what you tell your students? Yeah, well, hey, I used one of my great lines on the one video that I made about prospects is that I hate it when I'm wrong because I have a Ph.D. When I'm wrong, the world makes a little less sense. So, Wait, what, what would you – do you, do you tell your students that, that you do six-hour podcasts for a fake baseball league? No, no, I do not. Although they do know I, I use baseball analogies all the time. And uh, they know I like sports and stuff. I talk sports with my students. 
but I don't. Uh, so, like, uh, if one of them were to come in class one day, it's like, God damn it, I got Quackernack last night. Oh, my God. I would love it. A I would, plus. I would, I would love everything about like, it. Like, if they said, oh, I got so Quackernack last night, I forgot to do my homework, Dr. Snyder, would you let them off? It Ooh, I, I got it. On your next exam, put a bonus question for a thousand points. <laughs> spell Quackernock. Who is no chance. Quackernock, right? Yeah. No chance they spell that right. Yeah. No, most of the time, I don't even see my students anymore. We've been online so much. It's fucking ridiculous. Do you teach, or is it asynchronous or synchronous for you? It's all asynchronous. Okay. So I don't, I, the last thing I, most of the time when I wake up and I'm making lecture stuff, I am still in my pajamas. I'm not about to get dressed or shave or shower or any of that bullshit. And so, All right, let's talk about Steve Thornhill. He's pretty good. Hmm. Yes, he is. I like him a lot. He might be the best hitter on this team. Call me. Uh, there, there are chances he's also the best potential closer on this team. Oh, no. He's got there some, is a chance. I think bars. you're wrong, but no. I mean, he's got 265 pitches just sitting there. God, the A's are weird, man. They have a lot of third basemen. It looks on paper like they have a rotation, but then you look at the guys and you don't really like them. Yeah, I don't like any of these pitchers. I still kind of like Jesus when he's healthy. I guess. Yeah, I suppose. I I don't even know what to think. I feel like this team just needs... Jesus. He needs Jesus. This team needs to change. Something, Something feels wrong, this. right? Exactly. Hey, just all Rivera over. just made his first All-Star game this past year. Well, that actually makes me happy. When so, did yeah, Nate Collette turn 32? Yeah. Hell, Jesus is 29. Makes me... It's 30 in June. Yep. All these guys... Yeah, I guess I'm probably we're probably shitting on the A's too much. I mean, I understand why this team was decent. Now I'm not sure it's going to happen again. Jim Wiffles probably not going to do that again. I'm not sure that Colette's going to do that again. I'm not sure that Jesus Rivera is going to do that again. Although he did do it the year before as well. So you know, maybe you know, I'm wrong. they did come back to earth. They only won 76 games. I think that's probably about right. Around, they're going to hover around 500, give or take a couple games either way. Yeah, I think the Mariners are better than this team. This is the first team we've looked at that I think is better than the Mariners. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I think it's just a little bit of worse than the Mariners. Square Whatever. peg, round hole kind of deal. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't like it. All right. Although I, although I do need to own Bob Armancraft. It makes me very happy. He can't hit left. Let's head. Down to the border, and let's talk about the San Diego Padres. Ooh, I'm excited for this team. So am I. I want to talk about this. God, did they make changes. Go through them for us, please, Jake. Oh, dear God. Okay, uh, well, let's start with the biggest one, trading for Sergio Tovar. Now, somebody was saying that this contract was worse than the Hall contract. Yeah, that person, they're wrong. I'd much rather pay Tovar at age 27 for five years than Hall. Uh, this at, is this is potentially a seven-year deal. I get what. Tovar has this year an opt-out that he may or may not exercise. Oh, and then he signed up. And then he has the extension, a five-year extension. I don't know though. 
I, I think I might just like Tovar more than I like John Hall at this point. Does that make me wrong? I don't know. And I know I like Tovar in San Diego. I mean, they're How paying Tovar until, they're eight, until his age 34 season. How is Tovar not going to be good in San Diego? Please, somebody explain it to me. Gives up home runs to lefties? I guess. Maybe. I mean, he he had a he had a four nine one ERA against lefties last year. They signed Brian Pace for just a truckload of money. Dear fucking shit! God. I just realized just how bad Tovar's been in his career versus lefties. Tovar has a five oh two career ERA against lefties, and a three two two ERA versus righties. That's how he sucks. Right there is how he sucks, is that he can't get lefties out. Yeah, he was only good one year against lefties in Minnesota the one year. That was half the year, actually. So, still. Damn. I don't think I ever knew that about Sergio Tovar. And, yeah, they backed up the Brinks truck to Brian Pace. $30 million a year. I, uh, I guess. I mean, he was good last year. He was good the year before, too. I still don't see it. There is no world in which Brian Pace deserves to make more money than Sergio Tovar. Like, I'm sorry. There's just... That's the it's just, the difference of someone going to free agency and someone um, getting extended. By the way, the, the Padres, yeah, they look pretty good. I like this rotation a lot. You, you know good. who the highest... How many more players make more than, half, than Pace? Ooh. How many more, more players in baseball? Yes. Ooh, who makes over 30? Um... So you There's have not- Torres, Melendrez, and Hathaway that make 30 even. Melendrez. All right. You have okay. Pace at 30.14. Kirahara at 30 and 3 uh, yeah. eighths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Flint at 30 and a half. Ooh, Hathaway's up there, too. Hathaway makes 30. Yeah, uh, Carrillo at 34. Yep, last year's signing. Yep. Sanchez at 37. Jeez. Yep. And then Bautista making 40. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not – all of those guys are better than Brian Pace. Sorry. All of them. Would you rather pay Brian Pace $30 million or Mondragon $24 million? Pace. I think – well, Brian no. Pace – Oh, God, that's fucking hard. It is fucking hard. Because uh, they're both horrible contracts. <laughs> they are horrible contracts. But Brian Pace has this condition where when he throws the baseball – Guys don't hit it. Oh, yeah. And he has back-to-back seasons of less than three ERA. That's got some value. Yeah, but Mondragon gets 200 innings. because the BABIP over the last two years is about 260. The FIP each of those years is over four. Oh. The innings, though. Think about the innings. Last year, he didn't even qualify for ERA. That's a tough one. I don't even know what to say. I don't want to pay either of them. Yeah, I don't pay either of them. You know, I think in our league, when we think about just psychopath traders, it's like Kansas City, Matt, and Jangles, and Jay. Right. Ben Diego's fucking nuts. Ben Diego's up there. I'm up there, too. Yeah, Ben Diego is nuts. You've been home. I don't know know that you're quite as bad, but... And Kiefer's the other one. Kiefer's fucking crazy. Yeah, JP trades a lot, too. Imagine if Kiefer wasn't in... Wasn't... In Asia and was here in the states and was actually up at times that we were up. 
I don't even want to know. I wonder if that affects him. I'm not sure. He always seems like he's around. He's always lurking. Yeah, he's 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 around. He's like one of two guys. Always watching. He's he's one of he's one of two guys still listening to the podcast because it's like one in the afternoon over there. Actually, is it is it just two? I've got five viewers according to my OBS. Hey, I, I, I did not know that. I just guessed. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I I, I like the Padres. Call me crazy. I think this team looks pretty good. I mean, do the Padres? How do the Padres hit lefties? It's the same question as last year. How do they hit I, lefties? I don't know that they do, but they they did add two good righty bats. They added Rutherford they did. They added Coronado. And Coronado. They added uh, Rutherford. I like Elijah Rutherford a lot. Like him a lot. Much more worried about his defense than his bat. Me too. Uh, um, so they hit as a team last year two thirty one. The year you know, before that they hit two twenty eight. The year before that they hit two thirty five. Think this will be the think this will be the best of all four. I like this so, team. 238. Yeah. The more I, I look, the more I really, really like this team. I like this guy, Rodolfo Dominguez. think he's okay. Might not make the team, but I think he's all right. Sort of like him. Good defensively. And I like this uh, Rogelio Ruiz. Is, is it because right? Dominguez is a former Philadelphia prospect? Yeah, I know. That was before he was. Uh, he was a Philadelphia prospect after he was a San Diego prospect. And then he went back in the Wilder trade. But I'd rather have Wilder than Dominguez. So, Do you guys like this guy, Ruiz? He's a second baseman. He also came over in the Rutherford deal. OSA really thinks he could be special. I know. And I don't know if that's new. Did OSA just give him to, get him to 70 contacts? It seems crazy. I don't know. I think he might be one of these guys. My scout doesn't like him as much as OSA, but it has him at 50 potential. So, you know, that's something. But I, uh, but I think he could – I think – He's going to play good defense at second. He's going to hit for average. I think he could be a 300 hitter. That's got value. He's fast like that. I like the Padres, man. His nickname is Octopus. I like that. That's a good nick. Yeah, like that. Um, I like Israel Lamas. I've always liked him. think he's actually going to hit for average eventually, too. Yeah, I don't think Israel. Lam- I don't think Israel Lamas is any good, and I'm going to go to the grave with that. Oh yeah, no, you're wrong about that. No, he's good. Uh, actually, I'm a little more worried about his defense than I thought I would be. Me too. I, tr- I trust the bat more than the shortstop defense, which I did not think I would say. Now he's always been a little bit overrated at 75, 80 potential, but still, he's a good player. He reminds me way too much of Roberto Alvarez. He's going to strike out. He can't hit lefties, and he's not going to hit for extra bases. Yeah, I guess that means as to what you think Roberto Alvarez is. Like Husk is a pretty good. He's a he's a four four war player. A couple of years in his. Prime. I mean, I think I he's think it's more player. like I. If you were to set the over under for Lamas OPS at seven hundred, I think I would take the under. Sheesh, that's hard to imagine for me. I think he's just safe to hit thirty homers. Yeah, he I, hasn't hit 30 homers yet. All right, Damn. whatever. 25 homers. It's going to get you to most I, of the I, way there. I, I just don't see any way he's not very good. I just Even if he doesn't play great defense at short. Like, I think that's what people thought, that he wasn't going to hit for shit, but he was going to be awesome at shortstop. And now I think he's going to hit pretty well and be sort of break even at shortstop. And that's a good player. That's a good player. 
Now, my scout has always had a raging hard on. I still don't understand how he slugged 443 last year. He hit 27 home runs. Oh no! It's because it's because the he had, he had the same he had the same raw numbers as 2021, just in 50 less at bats. One fewer yeah. double, one more home run. It was just less at bat. It was just less at bats. Well, that's correct. He didn't strike out as much. All of that's just a function of the fact he didn't play as much. Exactly. And, and probably, I think he didn't hit against lefties. That probably helped. Hence the less strikeouts. No, he Hence played just. High, I think he got hurt. He didn't get hurt. No, he did not get hurt. Hmm. Ben Diego's probably still up. Why did Lamas not play very much last year, Ben Diego? We want to know. I, I, I am a Lamas truther. Lamas is not good. I really like the player a lot. I hated him for a long time. He's good. Yeah. Yeah, He's you were a, you were a fine, you were a big believer in Lamas sucking and now now they want us to talk on Slack about Santoro. Uh I We'll never quit Justin Santoro. I think this guy's pretty good. Um, if he, so if you were to ask me if I'd rather have Justin Santoro or Israel Lamas, I would have to think about that one. Oh, All my right. gosh. That's All fantastic. Right. That's, that's, that's so nuts. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> All right. So, so go ahead, D-Rich. Yell at us about Santoro. I don't have anything to say about Centauro. That hasn't been said. The dude had a basically a career year last year. He hit 213. It was his best year in a long time. 45 contact is just not enough to play. I don't know. I'm ready to just move on from the Padres because I'm fucking stoked on him and I don't want to change my mind. Meanwhile, Jake's moving. What are you doing, Jake? Dear Lord. Yeah, there's, there's, I need to move a table. Just randomly in the middle of the pod. By the way, you can get Oscar Villa right now for, you know, a sneeze and a bucket of baseballs. Um, He wanted to pawn him off on the Phillies so bad, just denouncing to the league, helping out, you know. It's also worth noting, when I was shopping De La Cruz, I wanted Llamas so bad. Yes, 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 you did. And the Padres wouldn't give him up, and that's why De La Cruz was a Rocky. Yes. So, yeah. I remember you used to love Lamas, then you hated him. All you guys are nuts. The only guy who's been a consistent lover of Lamas is me. You're right. Ill. You came up with Ill. his name. Love him. Love Still him. Still has it added. See, put that in game. Ill. Damn. Come on. It needs to be ill. Ill. Right. Ill. He's, he is ill. I love him. Yeah, All right. Really like um... Then that brings us to Arizona. Is there really anything we need to talk about with them? I think so, right? We Not need that to talk far. about their farm system, don't we? Oh, fuck farm systems. I don't think this team's that bad, period. They have a lot is of Air, Is Aaron Mastroeni a three-war guy? Probably not. Is, um, Aaron, Jackson, well, is Aaron Jackson a three-war guy? Uh, you're going too fast. He might be. I mean, he was last year. In 100 games, he was. Don't know why he couldn't be again. Donald Barron's a three-war guy. Yes. Easy. He's good. I think that he's perfectly fine. Yeah, no, I like all these players. You haven't mentioned one I've disliked yet. Uh, Mari Dawkins. He's going to play good defense. Yeah, not a horrible signing. John Landry. Lemons is decent. Not great, but decent. 
I mean, I see a shit ton of palindrome guys that can't hit lefties. I see I a too. lot of guys. I see a lot of guys that can't hit lefties. This team is going to really struggle against lefties. But, but okay. I mean, the one guy on this team Whatever. that I really do like is Greg Rupert. He might be my favorite. Well, he's, he's also a- right-handed. That helps. That guy can really field too. Damn, look at that. Ooh, eighty contact versus lefties. Mm-hmm. This team's sneaky good. Yeah, this team does not suck. I, I mean, just just hit the meet the team button. It's a lot of green there. I mean, I refuse to admit that the Diamondbacks will ever be good because they won't. Well, again, Yankees and Diamondbacks, you get a little blinders on. Yeah. Oh, I got bad news for you. I think the Diamond. This team finishes 500. Anybody really surprised? I'm not. I am. Who pitches for him? I sort of like Chris McCann. Think he's okay. Don't think he's great, but I think and he that, could do- that's the number one. Yeah, no, you're right. It's not pretty. They have to wait for Mellon to come up. They have to. I mean, there's, it's a waiting game. I mean, it in looks here, like so. the, it looks like they've got Roseman Macias in the uh, rotation. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think they're trying to win, so I don't think they're going to be 500. But I, I think if they, let's say they just had a change of philosophy and said let's try and win now, this team could be 500 easy. Yeah, I don't think there are a lot of guys on the. You're right about the pitching; it's bad. But I don't think there are a lot of hitters on this team that suck. I don't think any of them are that bad. I think they're going to rake against righties. It's going to be a lot of high-scoring games. Yep. I think I can get behind that. I even like this guy, Frank Wolski. Uh Uh-huh. I like him, too. Former California Angel prospect. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wolski, I don't think he's a shortstop. There's something that cracks me up every time you have to say California in there, too. (laughs) Not former Angels prospect. Former Former California California Angel prospect. prospect. No confusion there. Yeah, yeah no, the, bull, the bullpen looks kind of good, too. All these, and they got well, Zakaria sitting there in AAA, too. They don't well, have Ammerman anymore, so keep that in mind. So. Yeah, that was a, a weird one. I, I got to look at who they got. It's not very good. It's stupid. It's like Zach's worst trade in four years. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, God, yeah, it is. <laughs> Fuck Zach. <laughs> now, I don't know how good Ammerman was ever going to be, but... It's still not a very good trade. I think Emmerman is going to be a pretty good they reliever. Tune DH and Opechka. Go back to trading with Scott. Come on. Right. That was working. <laughs> now, I don't hate this Opechka guy that much. I don't think he's oh, they, terrible. Shit. Arizona also gave up a fourth. Yeah, that's that's not a good trade. You know, I like Opechka. I think he can be useful. Just against righties. Think you know, my, be... my scout likes Eddie Hancock a lot more than OSA. Maybe Zach's likes him a lot more than mine. Maybe there's something there. I don't know. Hard to imagine this making any fucking sense because it looks really bad. Yeah, no, it's not good. You know, I still don't like the trade. I don't know why you trade Ammerman. Like, what, what good is trading Ammerman? He's one of the young guys in the bullpen. Doesn't make any sense. And you kind of need a shutdown bullpen guy, and Ammerman looks like he could be that. And Hancock is useless. He's just useless. So we will see. We'll see. Yeah, I I don't have an answer beyond that. You yeah, know, that that trade sucks. I mean, a lot. It really, really sucks. And it makes me sad because Ammerman was, I think, sort of a useful piece for them. I think they could have traded him at the deadline, and almost always trading relievers in the off season is a bad idea. Just keep them until the deadline. That's when their value is maximized. 
that's a great point, and yeah, couldn't agree more. Damn, OSA still has wet dreams about Amberton. I know that's part that's part of why I'm like, fuck, you were screwed up. My scout's a lot lower. Yeah, my scout doesn't like him as much, but still, I think my scout likes it more than those guys. So I don't know what to think. Very very strange. Yeah, we can be done with Arizona. I think they've got some hitters I like, and I think they are going to be good someday. Find it hard to believe they're not going to be at least good because of all the prospects they have coming up, some of whom look like can't miss guys. Um, so yeah, Austin and Mellon just seems like pencil. I don't know how I don't know how Mellon's not going to pitch well, and I don't know how Austin's not going to hit well, and I like some of the other guys. So yeah, I mean. I think the future is bright in Arizona, and I think that Zach has broadly done a good job, and he should stop being a dick and stop trading guys who are young. I don't understand why he's doing that. So Yes, yes. Trent, you speak the truth. And San Francisco. San Francisco. They finally, finally, finally get, get Miguel Diaz back. Who is hey. what? What is he ranked in, Sky? Number three. Number three, ahead of guys like Geraldo, Turner, and Francisco Mondragon. That is some high praise for a super stud. Well, being ahead of Francisco, Jake just put that in to irritate me. Oh, Uh, absolutely. I just ignore it. But would you rather have Diaz than Ralph Turner? Uh, Are we talking this year or for future years? No, this year. Assuming he's healthy, yes. Can we assume that he's healthy? You'd rather have Diaz? I mean, Diaz has injury concerns. Oh, he does, but I'm just thinking for one year I'd probably take his I take my chances. You rather yeah, I don't have know. Diaz than you rather have Diaz than Geraldo? I'd take Geraldo, as yeah. weird as that is to say. But Diaz is next level good. Really unique yeah. profile, kinda Howie Sullivan like. Almost like Troy Pelton if he could strike out more guys. I don't know. High super high movement on him, at least I have. Yeah, no, I do too. Like that, and I like the control. I mean he looks like a stud. Same Very for- weird. Very San worried Francisco, about the injuries. They have a closer that just sort of came out of nowhere. Johnny Mann. What a name. Yeah, and he's Mann awfully with, good. Man with two ends. I dig it. He's only been up for two years, too. I like it. I mean, I, OSA has really liked him start coming through 2022. I mean, he was fine in 2020 in the 2021 season, then he just exploded last year. It's not terrible. Like, he even started as a draft D, as a 50 overall potential guy. So that's not terrible. I, I can handle that. It's not like Alvarado, right? So Have we, have we seen the end of peak Justin Foster? Peak, Probably. Yes. Peak, yes. But I think I'm, he can be better than last year. Well, last year he just good. got hurt. That was the only thing he did wrong. All he did was get hurt. Can he still stand on the field versus lefties? Yes, no problem. I, I would play him against lefties. Without question. Uh, the defense is good enough that he gets to stick, and uh, I still like him at second base more than I do at uh, left field, but that's just me. Um, and uh, and the contact's still good enough against lefties. So he'll, he'll be fine. Trent, do you he, still have nightmares about John Valley? Uh. I don't know what to think of John Valley. I really don't know what to think of him. I mean, I would not have owned. It's fun to play this game sometimes. Like if John Valley is not the one dot three, he is the one dot four to the Phillies, which means that Deadman is still on the board in that draft. 
And so you never know how that's going to shake out, right? Like, it's fun to play that game sometimes. Oh, what but I don't know. What is, is Valley good? Yes. Is he ever going to be? Yes. When's he going to hit? Next year. Yeah, I guess. His defense is so good, it almost doesn't matter. He's crazy good on defense. Uh, he was plus 15 last year. Yes, he was. That's so really, that's really fucking good. You're right. So something I was thinking about. So Valley's been up for a bit, and you know we say like, oh, he calls these guys up early all the time. But maybe, maybe there's a silver lining, and the arbitration numbers are going to be low because, you know, these guys suck. They've been up for so long, right? John Valley's still pegged to get five and eight million in arbitration. So this is just a big. It's going to bite him in the ass. Yeah, this is a mistake. Uh, my scout has very much cooled on John Valley. Only has him at 55. So my scout's just well, he still has 55, but 55-70 with probably the best defense in the entire league at shortstop. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to think of John Valley. Um, but yeah, I think if I draft a guy with the one dot three and I end up getting this, I'm a little disappointed. Maybe really? I'm. Yeah. God, you like Zach. He was like, oh, Lamb isn't an ace. He sucks. Bad pick. Shit. Yeah, well, the Lamb, Lamb isn't an ace, and I don't know that he's ever going to be an ace. That doesn't make it a bad pick. Exactly. Same with Valley. Valley's going to be a gold glove shortstop who I assume doesn't kill you with the bat. That's a great pick, I think. Okay. But anyway. He might be right. He might be right. Um, he certainly looked like the real deal, although it looked like he was going to hit when he was a prospect. Looked like he was going to play good D at short and hit. Now it just looks like he's going to play good D at short. Maybe hit. I'm still optimistic, but we'll, we will see. Clock how good? How, oh, look at that. They signed Aguilar. Juan Aguilar is a giant. They signed him last year. Yeah, that's weird. I miss that. I don't know what to think of this team. I never know what to think of this team. Is Kevin Ellefson ever going to be good? I, I think he needs another pitch bump. Ah, he needs something. Don't know what it is. He struck out four per nine last year. Yeah, that's really bad. I think he can be good still. Um, I think he might just find his way as like a low strikeout bedway type 50-60-60 kind of guy. And that's got some value. Yeah, Albia, Arroyo, all those guys are good pitchers. Right. But yeah, this team does not look good. What about Andy Stevens? We like him to rebound. God, everybody on this team was awful last year. Andy Stevens, I think, is toast. Um, Jake's will say borderline starter. Yep, that's why he's striking out seven, and I don't think that's ever going to jump. I think he's a bum. I think it's Mel- Miguel Diaz and a, bunch of, and a bunch of nerds, you know? Ben White I still like, but even he is not what we thought. Bunch now, of he was, nerds. He was I think really Ben White's good. probably peaked. He was really good last year, but he had the lowest BABIP in the league. Yeah, and I, I think he's peaked. He's already making $8 million. He's probably asking for a bunch next year. He's asking for $17 million next year. That is just a fucking bummer. If you're that is this. insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I don't think you give him that. Now, I think in free agency, he probably gets paid, but I have him at 50 stuff. Damn, that's sad. 50-50 for me, yeah. Yep. Reverse splits, though, so that's something. Oh, that's interesting. 
Do you prefer reverse splits? On right-handers? Yes, absolutely. I think it's a huge asset. Remember, you're all if you're a right-handed guy, you're always going to be pretty effective versus right-handed hitters. It's the lefties I, you got to worry about. So I do not have reverse splits on Ben White. Now, you're right. OSA does, but my scout does not see reverse splits on Ben White. It's close either way. That's still a nice thing to have, right? Reverse splits on any player sort of interesting. I signed yeah. a reliever this offseason who was a lefty with reverse splits, so that didn't work out well. But Sometimes that does. You know, uh, Neil Fastidos is a reverse split lefty who has really shit ratings against lefties. Great, pretty good ratings against righties, and he's always overperformed. So I think there's something to just reverse splits in general. Reverse big, splits in general. Big asset. Yeah, I don't know what to think of this team. This looks like the worst team in the division. Um and they still have some talent. I don't hate it. Like, really, I don't hate it. There's no cakewalk in the Pacific. Yeah, this team's going to win. If Diaz is healthy, this team is world is this, a, is, this a pl- is this a borderline playoff team in the Central? No. No, I don't think so. I think the Central's better than you're giving it credit for. No, I, I don't think any division's that head and shoulders above another anymore. But I do think that this division is just – I don't have any idea what I'm going to do this division. Yeah, it's tough. What do you guys think of Rick Swanson? I mentioned him earlier, but he's a weird profile third baseman. The answer is he's legit. He's legitness. What do you think about the defense? Does 35 play? I'm not. I'm not. You think I'm concerned with defense? That's true. You're a psychopath. I don't know, defense, but I don't know. I, I I love this player. Holy shit, does my scout ever like this player? I think he's Man. had a bump. My scout likes him, too. He's 70-75 for me. 70-70 for my scout. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little worried about the defense, but it might be okay. He might play. 75 error can cover up a lot of holes. Um, yeah, you're right. Bummer, he's probably a squirrel guy. That sucks a lot. Yeah, that's disappointing. Doesn't but a very fun player. Lots of day-to-day stuff, though, so it might not be terrible. And then um, an 11-monther in there, too. Yeah. Um, he, uh, yeah, no, I like the player a lot. I like him a lot. Where did he come from? Is that part so, of the Anderson trade? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what I think of the Giants. I don't know what I think of San Francisco Matt. I don't know what I think of the Giants. I don't know what I think about any of this. Like, really, none of it. They have a lot of pieces. They almost feel like... If they develop, they're going to turn into the Milwaukee Brewers, which is a team with tons of talent and no depth and isn't that good. So yeah, even if things work out, they have a shit ton of work to do. Is this farm system still good? I think I still sort of like it. I like Juan Perez. I like this farm system. Yeah, I do too. Juan Perez is a fun a fun piece. I like but, Craig Gibson. I like a lot of these guys. Anyway. anyway, does that mean we're done, Jake? Done with the Pacific? Don with the Pacific. So who would like to start with predicting how this division goes? Yikes. You have to go first, Jake, because I don't want to do this. All right. Uh, in first place, give me the Las Vegas Knights. I think they go back-to-back. I think they've got the, the strongest core, and I think they have the, the fewest holes. Uh, number two, give me the California Angels. I think we're – I think Trotter and Woods regress, but I think – Morgan does better than what Salgado did. Perez outperforms what Torres did. And, and um, 
and and the the pitching staff stays constant with what it was last year, despite the steps back we took. We're gonna we're gonna take with defense in third, and this is where it's just what the, what, what do you do in third? Give me the Mariners. When in doubt, I'm still gonna trust Dustin. I think Ralph Turner coming in is a huge acquisition. Um, so give me Seattle in third. Give me the Dodgers in fourth. Sorry, the Padres in fourth, the Dodgers in fifth, Oakland in sixth, San Francisco in seventh, Arizona in eighth. So I think the Padres missed the playoffs. I think that's probably the safe call. Uh, I'll go ahead. I It's weird. Like I, I like all these teams. They all feel like two seeds to me. Picking a winner feels wrong because no one feels – everyone has a problem. Did, did, so does 90 games get you into the playoffs in the in the Pacific? Yes. Yes. I think so. Does 95 games win you the division in the Pacific? Yes. I think so. So you wouldn't be surprised if if the one seed in the Pacific goes down to the final week and it's between two or three teams. I am Correct. expecting that. Yeah. Correct. I think the last the last interdivision or intradivision sets of games from like you know early August after the trade deadline on are going to be great fun in the Pacific. Great fun. All right. I'm, I, I also went with the Knights first, and uh, I don't really know why. I think they're just going to score the most runs. Don't like the pitching staff, but they'll figure it out. Um, I went Dodgers, too. I, I don't even like the Dodgers that much. I'm worried about their pitching staff, but I think they're the second best. Uh, third, I went San Diego. Uh, I kind of talked myself into this one, so maybe I'll regret it. But I liked what I saw kind of across the board. Maybe not as much crazy talent as other teams, but rock solid. Four, I went Angels. Five, Seattle. Six, Oakland. Um, I think the Dimebacks could probably finish seventh if they wanted to, but I'm going to think they're going to tank. So I went Giants seven, Diamondbacks eight. Yeah, I think what it is with the Pacific for me is that in all the other divisions, like I think the North is pretty strong, but it's not strong. There there are only two teams that can win the North, right? Same thing in the Atlantic. I think making the picking three for the playoffs is hard, but I don't think there are a lot of teams that can take the top spot. Uh, I think in the Pacific, what it is for me is that D-Rich put it a different way. There's no top team. I think the Mariners could finish anywhere from first to fifth. And that's true for, like, four other teams in this division. And that's really weird, right? Like, that even picking a top spot is hard. I, too, am going to take the Knights just because I think with Vaughn and Shaver, they're going to murder baseballs. I like Holt to take a step forward. I just think this team is just going to hit the snot out of everybody. And the pitching might not even matter. Um, And so I'll take the Knights first. I'm going to take San Diego second and really double down on the Padres. Um I really like what they did, and you got to – maybe Ben Diego belongs on this list of guys that just have huge balls and are willing to trade all sorts of guys for a chance to win, and you got to respect that to an extent. I'm going to not respect myself in the morning, but I'll take the Angels for third. Uh, I don't like anything about it. Um, I'm going to take the Dodgers for fourth, and I don't even believe I'm saying this, that Seattle's in fifth. It feels so fucked up to say Seattle in fifth in any mode of conversation. Um, Oakland in sixth. I am going to take Arizona in seventh and San Fran in eighth, just to be different. Um, could be 
Las Vegas could miss the playoffs, and I'd be unsurprised. And we all picked them to win the division. So. All right. All right. All right. You want to throw down some awards here, Jake? Let's throw down some awards then. Uh, do you want to do awards or do you want to predict the SCS? Oh yeah, we can do we can do the playoffs too. Yeah, we have to do both. You're right. All right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start just because I know I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and y'all are gonna call me fucking batshit insane, and I'm ready for this. Cleveland, or excuse me, Colorado knocks off Cleveland in five. Damn. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I I, I didn't want to go with the normal oh Braves Blue Jays face no I'm I'm going off the wall this year. Yeah, it's hard when we do. I don't know. Predicting predicting sucks. It's the worst part of it. I think I had Colorado making the playoffs. I would hope. Yeah, well, you just picked them to win it all, so I, I did. Hope so. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I write that shit down. Um, oh, who I comes think, out of the other divisions, Jake? Yeah, who do you oh. like in the Atlantic and the uh, Pacific? Yeah, California and Atlanta. Might as well go with the old standbys. Yep. Yep, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I have, in the north, I have Boston facing Toronto in the wild card. I'll pick Toronto to win and then face the Mets. I'll pick the Mets to win that series and go to the region. Uh, I'm going to take Philadelphia out of the Atlantic just because I'm going to take Philadelphia out of the Atlantic. Uh, and so it's the Mets and Phillies for the uh, – so that would be the Phillies beating Miami in the wild card and then beating Atlanta – uh, in the playoffs, uh, in the divisional round. So Mets over Phillies uh, in the East region. Uh, I'll take the White Sox over the Cubs, but then losing to Texas uh, in the Central. Uh, and then I'll take San Diego to come out of the Pacific. Uh, and so San Diego over California and then over Vegas. Uh, and so I'll have San Diego, Texas in the Pacific. I'm going to go ahead and just triple down on the Padres. San Diego to make the Sky Championship against the Mets. And I'll take the Mets to win like a zero scoring series against the Padres uh, in five games. Mets over Damn. Five. Damn. So the All Padres right. are doomed. Is Trent always wrong? I am always wrong. Oh, okay. Always Thanks wrong. for picking Philly. Yep, yep. No, always wrong. Oh, good to know. All right. I'm going to take, let's take a division winner in Pacific. Let's take the Knights. We'll take the division winner in the Atlantic. We'll take the Braves. And then I'm going to say, after those two teams, it's going to be the Steve Bull. It's going to be the Yankees coming out of the East and the Cubs coming out of the West. Yankees over Cubs in Steve O'Rama 2023. Both of Steve's teams. I think are facing off. Former and current make the Skyline Cup. There you go. I like it. I don't hate it. Two of the best rotations in, in baseball. I think that's how you win in the postseason. Fair enough. All righty. Some awards? We can throw down some awards. I'm all for it. All right. Um, how do you want to do it? One at a time? Doesn't matter to me. All right. I'll just do my MVPs. Um, in the East, I have Leon Aguilar. We talked about him a little bit. I'm predicting a bounce back year. All the other nominees are just fucking boring and injury prone. And then Alex Rivera is playing second base, so that's going to hurt him. 
So I like Aguilar in the East, and then I like Brad Adams in the West. Ooh, that's sexy. That pick is sexy. I like I think that. He, one. I think he wins the batting title and takes her down with 6.7 war. There you go. Not so bad. Go ahead. I like uh, in the East. I'm going to take the Milkman just because I think he's one of the best pure hitters that we've ever seen. Um, and without Rivera, he'd have the best bars we'd ever seen. Um, and so always a safe pick. I'll take Milkman. Uh, in the East, uh, in the West, I think I'm going to take Sam Vaughn and just double down on my love of him. I know he's going to DH makes it really tough to win, but damn Sandoval almost did it last year as a DH. And so I'll take Sam Vaughn to do it this year just cause I don't think there's ever been a better guy marriage of ballpark and hitter as Sam Vaughn in Las Vegas. So I'll take Sam Vaughn to win it out there. Out East, give me Joaquin Nunez. Oh, that's sexy. All right. What's the games played you're predicting? Uh, if he gets to 130, he's going to be the position player of the year. award winner. Very reasonable pick. That is. And then in the West, I want to go Sandoval, but I'm going to go with my guy for like the 17th year in a row. Give me Earl Witta. He's had back-to-back five-plus war seasons. Three out of four of the last, uh, three of his last four seasons have been five-plus war. One of these years, that's gonna, that OPS is gonna go up to 920, and he's gonna get like six war, seven war. Why not now? None of that would surprise me. Yep. All right, pitcher of the year. Um, I'm sure you guys don't remember my predictions because they're, you know, they're dumb. But I'm gonna run it back uh, with my same two guys. Both guys had great years. Jesse, uh, Chris, Hyde. Jesse Hyde in the West and Chris Mercado in the East. Damn. Jake, you can go ahead. All right. In the East, give me Howie Sullivan. Ooh, I, I mean, like- it's the Angelo Torres ward until, and, until further notice, but I think Sullivan finishes second. And the West, I want to go John Hall, but I just don't trust that Texas will pitch him enough. It's like, I can't do that. So give me, I'm going to double down on Kansas City. Give me Juan Pineda. Oh, God. You're going very, very dangerous with these picks. I will take uh, the other Blue Jay, Bobby Giraldo, in the East. Uh, And you're right. None of us picked Torres because we're all, you know, white and terrible people, apparently. I don't know. (laughs) Um, and I'm going to take Sergio Tovar in the West. I love Tovar in San Diego. I think he's going to rock on and uh, love Tovar out there. I picked San Diego to go very far. If they do that, it will be Tovar that takes them there. And so I'll pick Tovar out West. All right. Reliever of the year. Um, I guess I have first dibs. So I'll take the freebie. I'll take Tony Wyatt. He seems pretty good. 100%. Reliever of the Year award winner. Two years in the league, two awards to go three for three. Um, and then a little more interesting out west. I don't even know if we talked about this guy, but I'm going to take Andres Meron. He's the re- the closer in Milwaukee. I don't know if we even mentioned his name, but uh, big fan of his. Maybe I got distracted with other Brewers nonsense, but that's my guy out west. 
Trent? Uh, I will be very boring and take Wyatt and Bream just because I think they're the best. Wyatt and Bream. Wyatt and Bream. Repeat it like a mantra. Wyatt and Bream. Wyatt and Bream. So I'm going to go again. I'm going dangerous. I I'm going. I'm going. I'm making dark horse picks because I don't. I don't want to be. Give me Nick Muser out east okay. and Ryan Green in the west. Oh, those those aren't as dangerous as some of the others, but I like it. I dig it. All right. Now is Muser is Muser even going to close in? I'd imagine in uh, Pittsburgh. I just don't. I, I don't know the answer to the question. Maybe he is. So the answer could be yes. So uh, I don't know. And rookie of the year is the hard one. I don't know that many rookies. Um, and I'm sure I'm picking just the two best ones, but whatever. I'm going to take Scott Beatty in Chicago. And then I'm going to take Jean Luigi in Baltimore. Those seem like the, the most boring safe picks imaginable. But safe is good. Yeah, safe is good. Uh, I don't have any problem with those picks. I'll take Tejeda in Colorado. Um, uh, so that would be uh, the West Rookie of the Year. Uh, and then the East, I'm going to hit you with a little Ronnie Dittman. He's the first baseman for the Mets. So that's a really off-the-wall pick, but love this kid. Uh, and I don't like a lot of rookies in the East anymore, but there are a couple of guys who could do well. Uh, I just did prospects, so I know lots of rookies, guys who are going to come up and play well. Joe Rush in Cincinnati's good. Uh, if uh, Joe Sparrow really plays all year in Virginia, it'll be because he's been really good. So that's a possibility. Um, What's the uh, service time cutoff for rookie of the year? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. So I don't think Tejada qualifies. I don't think either of them qualify. You don't think that that Dittman qualifies either? I don't think so. I'm going to look not back sure what the here, 2021 award voting to see. Because they're both over 150 plate appearances, but I know that's not our rule for some reason. It's like 75 days or 72 days, something like so that. So Dittman did not get votes, and neither did Tejada. Well, Dittman I, wouldn't have got votes. He sucked a lot. But Tejada didn't get votes either, so maybe, they, maybe he is. Because he, oh, maybe, yeah, he would have gotten votes. Hold on a second. I thought it was just the one next to their name in the game. Isn't that years of service, major league years? Tejada's at zero. Yeah, except we have it different for how we do voting. To qualify for rookie of the year, max 60 days before the season. So that's the big one. 60 days. Okay, so neither guy qualifies. Damn. Sorry to rain on your parade, Trent. Yeah, boy, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, whatever. They're just your picks. But uh, I'm always confused in this because the major league does 150 plate appearances, and I always kind of try and stick to that. So if a guy's over that, I really, really hate voting for him. How about Aron Sanchez in California? Like him. Aron. Uh, Aron. And, uh, or Ryan Garland in L.A. That's a sexy pick. I like that a lot. Ooh, I like um, both of those. Um, also could go out east. You could go with the red. Joe Rush, if he plays every day, could be really good. Also, Jerry Gipple 
one of our Mr. Commission's favorite names in the sky. Both Reds could be, play pretty good. Um, beyond that, I don't know. In the East, it could be uh, Maxence if he plays every day in uh, Detroit. You're, oh, just that's probably all, you're just taking all of my picks. Yeah, you're, you're naming. Are, you, are these your picks, Trent? Or are you just naming rookies? Well, I don't you, know what you're doing right you, now. You poo pooed all my picks, so I like. I, I poo pooed two picks, and now you just named nine guys. <laughs> guys. Hey, I just did prospects, so I am not going to be shut out of rookie of the year voting. God all right. Damn it. All right. Go ahead. So Jake. I think Mike Livingston qualifies out east, so I'm going to go with Livingston. And out west, it's going to be one of those Dodgers outfielders, Neldon or Menifee. I'm not sure Menifee qualifies, but he might. I'm not sure Livingston qualifies either, but that's okay. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, I could be right and you guys be wrong. I'll be fine. You know what we should do? We should go back and listen to the last two minutes of every podcast and create a point system and see how often we're actually right. Uh, on everything? Like you mean like rankings and like teams finishing in divisions and things Maybe like just that? Don't, no, that'd be a pain in the ass, I think. Maybe. We could do that too. I don't know. That's a lot more Any, work. It is a lot more work. I concur wholeheartedly. Something to think yeah, about. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. All right. That it? Yeah, that's it. As we get to six and a half hours? Is that it? Boy, that seems like a long time. guess it has been six and a half hours. We start at like eight. Yeah, that is six and a half hours. Damn. All right. Give me away from you guys. Sign us off. Yeah, All take right. us. Uh, take what's us the, out, what's the, if, if you made it this far, please spell Quackernack in uh, yes. in general. Yeah, there there are no cues in Quackernack, as it turns um, out. Um, then I'm done for the semester. So if you guys ever want to just have a a tangent pod, by all means, hit me up. Hey, yeah, I We're think that in. could be fun to do. Maybe just, uh, on a weekend, that would be a good time. All right. Well, thank you for everyone for listening to the 2023 season preview podcast again for D. Rich and Trent. I am Jake. If you listen to all six and a half hours of this, God help you. Go get a quacker neck. All right. I'll see you guys.